what I'm saying? I'm just sick. I'm sick of him, bro. Don't he spend, out here. Don't spend too much time on that today, man. I'm not, I mean, you know, it's it's cool. You know what I'm saying? Because Tiger, bro, like, it just don't make no sense, bro. I know Fred will love to. And you can clearly, you can clearly see the talent. You can clearly see the discrepancies. His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom. Who was on crack? I'm sitting here watching this, bro. And it's like, why, like, why is this happening? Why are we talking about it, bro? Just don't talk about it, man. Just say it's trash. I'm sorry about that, y'all. I know we kind of opened up different, man. Let me get my energy right, man. <laughs> Let me get my energy back right, man. Hey, it's, your, it's your man's, man. One of your favorite sports stars back in the building, Desiree L. Higgs Jr., man. This is episode 28 of the Reduced Lunch Action Sports News. This, man, I'm joined by my man's. And it's your man, Black, one of your favorite sports allergies. Back again for another episode. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And of course, as always, man, we are joined by my man's over here. Gator man, yeah, what it is, fan so trash, mug, whatever. <laughs> fan mug, Gator man, come on, cuz. So, so we back, man. So we gonna get into, go and get into a few things. Excuse me, there. Okay, we are gonna talk some NFL. Of course, us being uh, a part of the beloved Jacksonville area, man. We are gonna talk about Jalen Ramsey no longer being with us in the physical. All right, he is now a Los Angeles Ram. Uh, we are gonna get into all scores and stories from Week Seven. We're gonna cover Mahomes' injury. We're going to review the standards halfway into the season. College football. Clemson got jumped again. What's up with that? They started out number one, but not at number four. All right, so we're going to get into the most exciting time for me this year is the NBA season. Um, we're going to get into it all. All our predictions, MVP, NBA Finals, NBA Champions, surprise scenes to watch for and all the stories leading up. High school football with my man's black. We'll get into some other news, some things to watch for. So let's go ahead and kick it off, man. All right, guys, as we always do, man, we're just going to go ahead and uh, get the train moving here. We had some things take place, man, just a few days ago uh, here in Jacksonville, Florida. The rumblings, uh, you know, just been loud, you know, for quite some time now. And uh, it finally happened. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars traded superstar Pro Bowl corner, best corner in the league in the last three to four years, Jalen Ramsey to the Los Angeles Rams for two first-round picks and a fifth-round pick. No players. But we're going to get into what we think about that in a second. But Jalen Ramsey, uh, in his new gear, was on Sunday NFL Countdown yesterday, speaking with Ryan Clark. And uh, Ramsey kind of gave his side, you know, why it was time for him to depart from Jacksonville. I started when, uh, when, there was a, when there was a front office change in Jacksonville. You know, some guys were, you know, put in positions of power who uh, didn't care to understand even us as players or us as people in general. I've always went to everything mandatory, always. Mm -hmm. uh, but not going to voluntary workouts, I was uh, I was talked bad about uh, mm -hmm. by, by some guys in the front office to the media. I was basically portrayed, uh, I guess you could say, as a bum. To mm. be honest, uh, a guy, I was portrayed as a guy who didn't work hard, a guy who Oh, he was just giving everything. That's why he's not here working hard. That mm. rubbed me the wrong way. That, mm. that definitely rubbed me the wrong way because that's not who I am. Kind of. Yeah. All right, so that was Jalen Ramsey uh, giving uh, a little glimpse into what started it all. You know, what kind of really, really got him on the other end of not wanting to be in Jacksonville anymore. And, um, you know, I, you know, hearing that, you know, hey, you know, what are you going to do? But we were going to get into that just shortly. So, 
as always, you know, we follow up with our sound of the week, with our tweet of the week. And uh, so many tweets, so many tweets was were going on out there. So many Jags fans. Some of them were truly disgusting, irate fans. Black was just saying some egregious things to me on the phone while we were talking at the Ramsey. Tried to get a hold of Fred, couldn't get a hold of him. But ironically, Fred always comes through for us here at the sports desk. All right, so after a night's sleep, Fred woke up early the next morning. I believe these tweets started going off around 6.30 a.m. the following morning after Ramsey was traded. My freshman year of college was 2007. We, were two, we are now two months away from 2020. The Jags have reached the playoffs once in that time frame. Wow. I'm not frustrated. I'm familiar. I'm too familiar with incompetent general managers, presidents, and quarterbacks. I'm familiar with the draft failure after failure. I'm familiar with losing. I'm not frustrated. Hey, good luck to Ramsey. Since the day they announced him as a Jaguar, we all knew his departure was inevitable. Mm, that word. Why? Because the story of being a lo- <laughs> the story of being a loser, it is too familiar. Mm. So those were three bombshell tweets from my man's fan mullin Gator man, the casual Jags fan. So we gonna jump right into it, man. Shout out me, Ross J. Uh, Jalen Ramsey is a Los Angeles Ram. Black, if you don't mind, I'm gonna give Fred uh, the kind of floor to kind of kick this thing off because he told me yesterday he kind of has some things he just wants to get off his chest now this has gone through. So Fred, man, let us know, man, where you at with everything, man. Well, basically, being a Jacksonville Jaguar fan, you know, you you used to um, used to uh, being a loser, you know. But there's two types of Jaguar fans: it's Duval, two we die fans. They'll never hold the front office accountable. We're a nice fan base. Uh, if you look at the Eagles fan base, they have a perennial MVP maybe at quarterback, and if he loses more than one game. In a row, they call him for his head. Off with his head. You know what I'm saying? With Jacksonville, we'll sit back and let Blake Borders be our quarterback for five years. We'll let Gus Bradley be our coach. We'll go zero and 80 before somebody finally stands up and say, <laughs> hey, maybe we should get another coach. You know, or maybe we uh-huh. should do something. So you, I, we, I think all Jags fans have to just come to the conclusion, like you can only just go watch this team game by game and never – it's dangerous to think that they could build a future here. Mm. There's no future in Jacksonville. To see this man leave and go to the Rams, it's like somebody injected life into this man. Like, he yeah. been Instagram every day. I used to think Jalen didn't get on Instagram every day just because. You know, right, like, right, right. okay, well, they in the season. He's not really an Instagram-type person. He'll get on there once in a while, you know. like. Every, but Jalen's the type of person that should be on Instagram every other, you know, couple of hours because he's so marketable. So I'm seeing him in L.A. now. It's like every time I look up, Jalen has another post. Jalen is smiling. Jalen is yeah. full of life. He has another advertisement that he's going to. And if I'm a young – if I'm Calais Campbell watching that, I don't want to finish my career in Jacksonville. You know what I'm saying? Like I have he, – he, he's already on the other side of his peak. But I have maybe a year left where I could go join the Super Bowl quality team and maybe go get a ring. You know, if I'm Yannick Ngakwe, I'm watching it like, why would I want to stay here? You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I don't get it. Telvin Smith already made his move. You know, I doubt that he comes back unless they get another front office. And my thing also is, 
I'm hearing people saying, oh, they're going to they get rid of the front office. They're going to fire the coaches. But what sense does it make? You already chosen the coaches in the front office over the players. They've gotten rid of all of the players. Everybody's gone. Mm-hmm. Nobody's here. So now people are, oh, we got to get rid of the front office. For what? Why? Why are you getting rid of the front office when you made them make all of these decisions? So you get you give Ramsey to the Rams. You get two late first-round picks back. I mean, you better hope they don't go win a Super Bowl this year. Yeah. You're talking about you traded them for two second-round picks. Let's be real. The Rams are not drafting before 27. They're not. At all. You gave the best – but probably the best player that's ever been at your franchise away for two second round picks. Like, it's, oh, we did so good. We we got two first, and, and you gotta. All right, man. Like, you know, I I I, I they they could forfeit them picks, to, and it'll mean the same thing. As wow. far as the Jaguar organization, <laughs> you passed on Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes. Every quarterback that's good in the league right now, you passed on. And you're hoping that this six round kid. Like who is free? He's pretty good. You know what I'm saying? He's, but you stripped everything from him. Like what does he have? For the first time in your life, the Jaguars had an offense and a defense. We never have that, and you just stripped the whole defense away. So if Minshew is any good, he don't have a defense now. So you back to being the same old Jaguars. Right. You can't even get happy that they won a game. Happy for what? They're three and four. They beat Cincinnati, the Titans, and, and who else was the other team? That's not worth the damn that they beat. Let, let's the Broncos. And the Broncos. Like, what What exactly are you excited for? You know, so, I mean, I, I think that's what you got to get excited for, game by game. You got to watch every single game. Be like, hey, did they want to lose? And, and I just go from there. Mm. But I don't know. I think you're, you'd be a silly-ass person to think <laughs> that there's a future in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. You know, so just enjoy your season tickets. Enjoy just go, enjoy the experience of watching the NFL football right. game by game. And I would have t- taken your heart out of the Jaguar. It's not worth it. Right. It's, it's not worth it. It's how many years? It's 50. How many? It's a 13-year-old kid, Jaguar fan. That seen this, he's in his team go to the playoff one time. And he thinks it's normal. 13, 13 years. One time. Like what? What is niggas talking about? Like what? What? What are the fans talking about? This shit is gonna get better, or it's gonna be this? Like what? Where are you getting this information from? If the the Cowboys was down for a minute, but they sitting there telling you like we was glory at one point, like we will be back eventually, and you know now they coming back. It's like teams have their down times and they eventually come back. Yeah. But the Jags never have that time. Two thousand. They gave you one year. One year. One year, and and it was back to regular. So, so, you fast. know, it just, so fast in a turnaround. Yeah. You know, so that's just the life of being a Jag fan, a, a fucking loser. Like, we're losers. We're a loser-ass fan base, you know, mm. and we don't have the appeal. Like, maybe the Brown. at least the Browns are a sexy loser. Like, they got the brown bags over <laughs> players, there. Yeah, the like, players. we the type of losers where Prime we going to win game. you six games. We just not going to lose all the way out. We'll win you six games. We always build ourselves good enough to at least win four to six games mm. to keep us out of the draft position that we need to change the franchise. Mm-hmm. You know, we can maybe get up to five and get a Jalen Ramsey, but guess what? We're going to lose it anyway. You know, mm. so. All right, man. Uh, Black, man. Talk to me, man. Talk to me. I know you know you done had a rough couple, man. A couple days. Man, I really, I, I got to thinking about it, man. I really don't know what side of the fence to really sit on when it comes to this situation because, okay. like you said, you, you see the tweets, you you heard the interview with Ryan Clark, and uh, just listening from that interview, 
with Ryan Clark, you know, I sat down. I had put. I had to pull up the whole entire interview because mm-hmm. I didn't get to see it live. So I feel like it's a problem in that front office, man. For uh, a player like Jalen Ramsey mm-hmm. to say on national TV, mm-hmm. there was some things said. There was no respect. Mm-hmm. I got one man standing over my. Sh- I got two men standing over my shoulders. The other one sitting down. What's going on in this front office? You know, and let's just keep it one hundred. We keep it one hundred right here. Sure. I feel like it might be some racial ass shit going on in there that made Jalen Hall ass. Honestly, to me. Okay. To me, I don't think it really got nothing to do with money. I think it's like what Jalen said. It's a respect factor, and some people came out the mouth the wrong way to this to another grown man. Mm-hmm. And we not finna, and I and I agree with him. I'm not finna sit there and take that, bro. I could, I could go somewhere else and be loved. I think Jalen, the love wasn't here no more. The passion that he came in from from getting drafted, it wasn't here no more. And then he said something about uh, it was changes in the front office. I'm pretty sure when you got drafted, Tom Coughlin and Dave Caldwell was was still here. You know they were. Coughlin they <coughs> Coughlin was the still the president. Jalen. Not when he got drafted. Not when he got drafted. But anyway. Came yeah, out. he came to he came yeah. to yeah after that. Yeah. Okay, well, uh I feel like that's the problem. That's why he wanted out. But because of Tom Coughlin. They not saying it, but you they might as well say it because everyone knows it. Yeah. Everyone knows that Tom Coughlin is a problem. He's a old school, you're gonna do what I'm say type of guy. Mm-hmm. That's what that's how he is. That's how he was in New York. That's how he was when he was the coach for Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. And that's why he didn't last here. But uh, I don't know, man. Um, I'm I'm upset that he gone because I feel like that was the one player we needed to hold on to. I think it hurt a little more than me being upset, but mm. are we gonna, I don't think we'll never have another Jalen Ramsey. You know, you got those picks, hoping that the Rams can at least get you a top twenty pick where you can get a good pick. But that I don't think that's going to happen. But yeah. um. I don't know, man, but I wish him the best, man, in in L.A. You know, he's going to be he very remarkable there. So he's going to make a lot of money there. And and I can see why he said, well, he's not worried about the contract because he's going to make a killing. Just in uh, endorsements yeah. out there in L.A., being all over. Sponsors, yeah. sponsors, all that. I can see why he said he's not worried about the contract right now. Who would be living in L.A.? Mm-hmm. Who would? Because you're going to make the money other ways. Mm-hmm. But, um, hey, man. Kudos to Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. Like Fred say, I agree. Hey, we used to this, man. When I when my Jags play on Sundays, I take it game by game, man. <laughs> Hopefully we can get a win. <laughs> Yesterday I knew it was going I knew it was gonna be a point in the game early. Well it was gonna look ugly. Then I you just hope that they get it together and they put it together. We got the Jets next week. I'm hoping for the best. So all I all I do every week right along with Fred is hope week to week. That we could get a win. I'm hoping that I'm hoping that these boys could can pull together. Even though I know they miss Jalen Ramsey, because we've seen Leonard Fournette, we've seen a couple of other players put out that you know Jalen's been missed. Because that's basically a leader in your locker. One of your leaders in your locker room gone. You know, next to Calais Campbell and Boye. But hey, man, all yeah. the best to him, man. Yeah, uh, and I thank you guys. You know what I'm saying. Uh, for giving me sentiments, uh, but I'm leaning 
heavily where Fred was going with this, this mindset and this front office of the Jaguars, because this is what it's about. There's no way you acquire all this talent, what we're going to say in the last, what, five years? You've acquired all this young talent, and none of this young talent, except for the people you drafted last year, is on this team anymore. When I saw that Fowler and Ramsey picture when they was in those Rams jerseys, that was the saddest thing I ever seen. <laughs> it was the saddest thing I ever seen. You got an owner in Shaw Khan who's not a football guy. He's a businessman. He's a money man. You know, Shaw Khan came in. He was an owner for the Jaguars for two years, and then he finally got a taste of what this city could look like when you build a winner. I went to that playoff game in Buffalo. The atmosphere in that stadium, I had never experienced nothing like it in my life at an event. Never. A sold-out, rowdy stadium. It was cold. People was energetic. It was a beautiful scene, bro. And I was like, wow. At that point in time, I said, this is what Jacksonville is going to get ready to turn into. I'm looking on the field, looking at all the star potential on defense. You know, Blake was playing well at that time. I was like, wow, maybe Blake's turning the corner. We had a good product on the football field. But what happened after that? Nothing. The Jaguars do nothing. They don't capitalize on anything. They had a window. They didn't go for it. What are teams doing like the Rams? Going for it right now. What did the Seahawks do all those years and they acquired Cam Chancellor, Richard Sherman on the boys? They went for it. The Baltimore Ravens went for it. Drafted up to get Flacco. When they went and got their championship, they got their ring. Teams go for championship. What are the Chiefs trying to do right now? What did the Houston Texans try to do? They're going for it now. They're making a move. Black, when the last time you seen the headline at the bottom of your TV screen that the Jaguars made a trade for an impact player? Okay, I, I just wanted to kind of ask. So the front office, Fred said it, they're incompetent. There's no one in there with a forward-thinking mindset. So the Tom Coughlin coalition that's in the office right now trying to do what with the talent? Nothing. The Jaguars going to go 5-11. Maybe 6-10, at best this year. I love Gardner Mitchell and his energy. But if you look around now when it first started, and you take a look at the energy now with Gardner Minshew, he's a nice nice player. But we all know how it's going to turn out. He's been stripped of everything around him. You got potential in DJ Shark. I'm guaranteeing DJ Shark's deal is probably about the next year. Why the Jaguars, what are they going to do with him? Are you going to try to maximize that potential? You gonna try to maximize so you can see how much he's worth and pay him, or you gonna let him walk away like you did Allen Robinson? Mm -hmm. Allen Robinson should still be a Jacksonville Jaguar. Sure, sure. Anybody who had any type of mind knew you put Marquise Lee and Allen Robinson side by side. Who was the better receiver? Allen Robinson, hands down. But you let him walk Mm -hmm. because he only commanded at that time fifty something million dollars with like twenty million guaranteed. You couldn't afford that, but you kept Blake and gave him another twenty (laughs) five. So I'm not understanding. So I'm very happy for Jalen Ramsey. Very happy for him. Matter of fact, I'm ecstatic for him. Because a play of that magnitude deserved to be in the environment like he is now. Jacksonville screwed up. All you had to do was pay the man. That's all you 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 pay the man, but and so when he started demanding his money. But wait, wait, no, the 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 beast came with Coughlin after he started demanding his money. And he didn't come to voluntary. He didn't come to voluntary training camp. The beat started after that. But before that, Rams were like, hey, yo, pay me. I want to be a Jaguar my whole career. He in the, in the open saying that. And all you fans out there who all on Twitter 
talking nasty about Jalen Ramsey. Y'all trash. Y'all not real Jaguar fans because real Jaguar fans don't feel the way y'all feel personally about Jalen Ramsey. I received a text message after the Jalen Ramsey uh, tweet by one of my homeboys here, a Jaguar fan. I'm going to keep his name anonymous. But this is what he said to me when he uh, sent it to me. As soon as the trade went through, he said, dog, I'm so upset. This fool spit it in our face. He, he trashed. Man, get this boy out of my city. You know what I'm saying? It's disgusting the way he treated us Jaguars. I said, hold on, man. Why are you taking it personal? I don't think that's cool, bro. Ransom gave the Jags every chance to get it right, and they didn't. Coughlin the reason. Con the reason. The Jags should have paid the man before the season started. It's the best defensive back in football for the past three years. Still on the rookie deal? Huh? Truthfully, I'm happy for Ramsey, but sad for the city. The Jags had their chance. That was my reply to him. So this is not a Jalen Ramsey thing turning cold on the Jaguars. This is the Jacksonville organization. Jacksonville Jaguars organization doing wrong by the fans and by this city. We don't have the right personnel upstairs in the front offices, bro to put out a great product for a span of how much time you want. Look at all over, the, look at the Cleveland Browns. Look at the Browns. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Look, they got Odell Beckham Jr. in Cleveland, bro. Mm -hmm. Landry, Mayfield, Chuck, dog, they, they got talent. <laughs> and the Jaguars got skipped over by the Browns? Who got five primetime games this year? And the Jaguars haven't had a primetime game. I ain't talking about Thursday night because everybody get those. Yeah. When was the last time we seen the Jags on a Monday night or a Sunday night? Uh, when they played the New York Giants five, five, six years ago. And that's sad, bro. <laughs> Even when, in 2017, when, we, when they had a good year, they still they went on primetime. That Patriots game, year. that Patriots game, rematch of the AFC title game, should have been, been a Sunday night football but game. But it wasn't. Yeah. It was a 4 o'clock game on CBS. Bro. So that's disrespect. But it's warranted, though. Yeah, so, yeah, again. Because it's the Jaguars. So, again, I'm happy for Jalen. It's the Jaguars front office. It's Tom Coughlin. It's Shot Khan. It's, it's Caldwell. Whoever the hell up there, the GM, I don't know. Whoever is in that front office running this team, it's their fault. So, you know who's going to be walking next? Ngakwe. You know who's going to walk after that when his rookie deal up? Uh, what's Shard. the board name? What's the board name, the linebacker they got from Kentucky? Uh, Josh Allen. Josh yeah. Allen. Yep. Yeah, because they, 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 they even said it. It's. It's 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 on paper. Jaguar never never pay their best defensive players. They rather mm -hmm. give the money to the offensive guys mm -hmm. instead of the defensive players. But the defense is your heart and soul. That's what keep. That's what gets you the wins that you get is your defense. Mm -hmm. But you don't want to pay those guys on the defensive side of the ball. Like I'm I'm sitting here looking at looking at some of these players that's finna be on the trade block before the deadline on the 28th. And I just know in my heart, well, Jacksonville ain't going to make a move on none of these guys yeah. like a Xavier Rose, a Patrick yeah. Peterson. Uh, you know, they're not going to – I'm in my heart, I'm get somebody to replace Jalen. Or you get somebody. Something. Like but but you're not – but like, I know – but, but we know once the 28th come, we know that Jacksonville's not going to make a move. They're going to sit in this little box and keep everything that they got right now. Well, we can we can get a couple of more wins with the people that the, – the, with the players we have in this locker room. We don't need yep. to add anything. Colin Cowherd made a good point the day after the draft. He said, excuse me for thinking this, but why didn't the Jags trade Peters? Why didn't the Rams trade Peters to Jacksonville like a swap? Peters for Ramsey, and you still get the picks. He said, why didn't that happen? And you know what? The, the I forgot the end of – I think it was T.J. <laughs> Houshman who was sitting in the chair when they was talking about it. Mm. Houshman said, yeah, you're right. 
why didn't they do that? He said, I guess that's another front office blow by the Jags. <laughs> Being in your right mind, Marcus Peters should have been in the Jaguars uniform yesterday. Yes. yes I, I but he is now a Raven paired up with Earl Thomas, and they knocked off the Seahawks mm-hmm. with MVP candidate Russell Wilson. And plus he had a pick six, too. In the first quarter. Mm-hmm. But nah. We got what 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 the little what little cuz is the DB out there, Caden out there getting smashed. What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> Number twenty out. He's hurting it, getting just just getting baptized out there by the third string receiver by the Bengals. All didn't take was giving him the business out there yesterday. <laughs> and no disrespect to Cuz. Cause he he a fourth cornerback on anybody's team. Mm-hmm. But he was forced to start. Yeah. So I don't really have nothing else to add on that, honestly, man. I don't man. think this front office going nowhere. Like, fans oh, no. I think it is. Them, no. But they've been saying this for the last, because my homeboy spoke for the last two years up and down. They was getting rid of their car wheel. And I kept telling him, what Jags fans got to start understanding is, you're not wrong. Like, when you say stuff like that, you're only saying what makes sense. But you have to start thinking for the Jaguars. And you can't look at them and say anything they've done in the last 20 years have made any kind of sense. You can't. 20. At all. Like, you cannot sit here and say that makes sense. So, if you're going to sit here and say, oh, they're going to get rid of the whole front of the office next year, you out your mind. Coughlin is coming back. Marone yeah. is coming back. They're going to win six to seven games. They're going to say that they lost their quarterback for half of the year. That it's, it, it's the Jaguars, baby. Like, they playing music with you at this point. <laughs> Nobody's going nowhere. They're going to stack onto this team they have now. And like they said, they're going to come back out next year and try to get it done. Mm-hmm. You got look what they did in 2018. You come off a year where you beat the Patriots, you cheated Blake Borders. The game after that, you see Blake Borders is not your quarterback. You see right then that okay, he's not gonna get the job done, but we still have a championship defense on this squad. Let's make a move. Let's try to go make a trade. They sat there that whole season with Blake Borders and lost that whole season. And yeah, everybody man. thought they was gonna make a move. And paid him. And em. nothing happened. And they and, paid him. And em. paid him. They paid him. And then you they still paying them this year. Yeah. That's why the Rams only could give him 1.5 million because the Jags got to give him 20 this year. Exactly. <laughs> and, and they said that the Jags are paying a player um, the most of all time that's not on their team ever. Like, this is the most a player has been paid by another team. The Borders contract. Yeah, the Borders contract. Every, this is the NFL record, record that by the, the Jaguars. Jaguars are paying Blake Borders while he's not on the team. So this is the Jaguars. So when people say that that whole front office got to go, I'm like, man, where are y'all getting that from? It's only up to one man. It's Shaq Khan. Yeah. Shaq Khan got to look. Man, Khan Sh- a trillion there. I know what you're saying, but the- he the only one. Because because everybody who covers Jacksonville Jaguars, Tom Coughlin, the man. He run, he run everything. Yep. Yeah. But he make all the decisions. But Shaq Khan did come out and say, you know, this year, did they don't get this ship right there, he's going to clean house. He came out and said that. We'll see. I right. see it when I believe it, bro. Yeah. Right, okay. yeah. We'll see. Let me tell you something, man. There's a bunch of young, talented coaches in the league it that is. are coordinators, defensive coordinators. If I'm the Jaguars, I fire Doug Marone and his entire staff, and I get on a plane, and I go to Dallas, Texas, and talk to Chris Richards, the <laughs> defensive coordinator of the Cowboys, and get him to Jacksonville. That's what I do. Because you know who he's been around? He's been around Kyle Shanahan. He's from that tree. He, 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 he was a, de- a defensive specialist at the University of Washington with, uh, 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 what's my man, Doug, Peter- what's Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson. That's where he's from. So he's from a tree of elevated thinkers who's going to get people in here to do something different in Jacksonville. 
And I'm not even trying to chip off a Doug Marone block. He doing what he can, dog. But he ain't the answer. He that taste of winning, that taste of excitement, that taste of energy that we had in this city two years ago, dog. I don't think you ever see it again. Dog, that feeling was incredible. Was it not, bro? It was. Week ever after again. week. After week, the Jaguars were rolling, bro. I don't think you and will that's ever why, get that again. And and that's why it's so sad because is that the best he can? Is that the best yep. he can get? Yep. I I, I could promise you, yes. Until yes. some changes. Yes. Chris, it, so you can sit here and honestly tell me that's the best. I, ever th- get. I think that's the best it's gonna get, and it's like until they make what changes. I don't even think. I, I don't think they're if, going to make changes. That's the thing when people. So you think this is going to be the Jaguars I, I, it, moving forward? It's gotta be. It's got. What else can they be? Like what else can when, when, it can't what? it can't always be like this, bro. It can't I, like it can't always just stay this but way. You gotta but think Fred, but it always has. You know Fred leaning Fred lean on the fact that this never happened. Like a big change has never happened. An overhaul hasn't yeah. happened here in the city. Like you can see, okay, uh, for, we, like I said we ain't getting into college right now, but you see how bad Florida State is right now. Mm-hmm. There's no way you just sitting up there thinking, okay, this is gonna last ten years. No, no, this gonna Definitely last five not. years. Definitely, Definitely not. not. This gonna be, and it's like, okay, I I ignore this season. I ignore this. Uh-huh. Same with Florida. We knew, like, okay, we'll get sooner we'll or later. As many coaches we need to hire until we get the but one. But we know at some point we gonna this get where one. this program is supposed right. to be at. I agree with you. And eventually they climb back there with the I Jaguars. Agree. That this is, it's like this is where we're supposed to be at. And that's sad, at the top man. is not what we're supposed to be at. Like other teams had it. At, Carolina had that little run where they was able to get to the Super Bowl, even though they couldn't get it done. Like they, 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 did, they got there. even though Atlanta, Atlanta got there. They you know what I'm saying? Them. They had a chance. Everyone's like, getting there. Everyone get the Eagles out of nowhere. Got there. No, we grew up with the Seattle Seahawks being trash. trash whole, we did. The Seahawks was trash life. our whole life. Our whole life. And then Pete Carroll came. Yep. And dynasty, boom, out of nowhere. Come on, bro. You know? So I just yeah. think this is the Jaguars' fate, man. Like, this is where, you know, we, we don't have the fan base that will demand change. The Cardinals went to the Super Bowl. <laughs> yep. And they was trash when we was coming up. The Arizona <laughs> Cardinals went yep. to the Super Bowl. Trash. They did. Trash, dog. Come on, dog. I'm looking at these scenes in front of me. All these scenes have been good. The Colts got a ring, bro. Yep. Yep, and they bet. Look how good and they, they is was trash when we was coming up. Yep, <laughs> and look how good they is now. They lost their starting Come quarterback, on, man, and still got the conversation. Tennessee, they, look, they lost Peyton Manning first. <laughs> yep. Then they got luck. They lost luck. Now Jacob Brissett got the boys five and two. <laughs> yep. Yep. Tennessee Titans had they run. And you know, and you know what? You, and you they know, went to a Super Bowl. And you know, yep. and you know what that come down to right Jesus there. You know Christ. why? You know why that's successful? Coaching. The right yep. GM is making the right move. Front office. We've never had, one that we've never had a good hey, GM ever. And, and, and what else, too? Jacoby Bissett, he didn't see him winning his whole life as a bike up. Yeah. Who, who did he play behind? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. So he know what winning looks like, and you know what needs to be done to he knows win. knows how to approach. Right. You never, you never see him doing anything extra. He go out there and make the plays he need to make and let their defense, let their defense go out there and win games for him. Yeah, man. So it's a, it's a th- th- that was a tough topic, man. We usually start off with a lot more energy here to open up the sports desk, but you know this is just a big thing in our city, man. So all of our out of town listeners who not from Jacksonville, this is just what we going through right now. You know, we just had to stop by here, man, and kind of talk about it. And I just pray to the God above, man, that something just takes place in this off season where it, where, where we can have hope again here. Just in the system, just give us just if if Sean Carr comes out after the last game of regular season 
And that black money, that very next morning, they released Tom Coughlin, they released Doug Moore and his whole staff. We should get to get on through a block party on 45th. <laughs> <laughs> not, not at 45th, by the stadium. In front stadium. of the stadium. In front of the stadium. And right in front of the Jaguar <laughs> statue, dog. We should just throw a party, bro. Sponsored by the sports desk. Right. Because that's a chance to say, hey, at least these, at least this man is looking into bringing in something new, bro. So we'll see, dog. So, all right, man. So that's how I spill on Jalen Ramsey being traded from the city, being out there to L.A. Again, we here wishing the best at the sports desk. Good luck to you, Ramsey. <laughs> Moving forward. Can't believe I just said that. All right, guys. We're going to get into the NFL, man. Week 7 uh, took place yesterday, man. We're going to go over some scores, man, before we get into to some of the stories, man. On uh, Thursday night, we had the Chiefs take care of the Broncos 30-6, but unfortunate term of events for the Chiefs star quarterback Patrick Holmes was injured in that game. It appears to be a severe knee sprain, and uh, they're saying he can miss three to five weeks. More on the three-week side. We had Aaron Rodgers come up and carve up the Oakland Raiders. This Packers team looks dangerous. They're 5-1. and one. Rodgers had a perfect passer rating, 27 for 32, almost 500 yards passing, and it was responsible for all six touchdowns by the Packers, all right? We had the Rams take care of the Falcons and Ramsey's debut, 37 to 10. Yikes. We had the 49ers in an ugly weather event in Washington take care of Washington. I'm not going to call them by their their, – other name. They're just Washington to me. Nine to nothing. Uh, we have the Colts taking care of the Texas in a pretty good game. 30 to 23. Uh, the Colts lead the AFC South. Crazy that they do, but they do. Who would have thought that with Andrew Luck retiring just six days before the season started? We had Kirk Cousins, my first cousins, as Shannon Sharp calls them. They took care of the Detroit Lions yesterday. They put a 42 on the Lions. Vikings hanging in there right behind the Packers. Uh, we had the Jaguars get a win yesterday over the uh, winless Cincinnati Bagels, 27-17. We had Calvin Murray and the Cardinals, man. Third straight win, Black. 3-3-1. Yeah. Three three Took care of the Giants at New York. Oh, watch out for the Cardinals, shout man. Shout out we to did Patrick this. Peterson back yesterday. Peterson, too. shout out to, uh, and shout out to uh, Calvin Murray and, and the head coach, man. Like, shout out to the, uh, what's my man's name, the head coach for oh, the Cardinals, man. Cliff Kingsbury, man. Shout out to those guys. Buffalo Bills, surprise team of the league, if you ask me, sitting at 5-1. and one taking care of the winless Dolphins. We had the Titans starting Ryan Tannehill yesterday. Uh, it was crazy for the camera to keep going back to Mariota on that bench, man. And it appears the Mariota era may be done in Tennessee, man. So Tennessee wins 23-20 to stay in the race on the AFC South. We had the Baltimore Ravens and the electrifying Lamar Jackson go up to the previously 5-1 Seattle Seahawks. And take care of business. Russell Wilson threw his first pick of the year. And the Seahawks really had a bad game. Ravens win 30-16. We had the Saints take care of business yesterday against Teddy Bridgewater. 5-0 as a New Orleans Saints starter. Went to Chicago. 36-25 win to improve to 6-1. Man, that's crazy. And we had them boys. The Dallas Cowboys take care of business last night. Hey, Doug Peterson, keep your mouth closed, cuz. <laughs> Don't come out here in your press conference telling you guaranteeing victory coming into Jerry's world. Cowboys dropped 37 on that head, done 37-10. Cowboys first place in the NFC East. All right, and tonight, Monday Night Football, we have the Patriots taking care of the Jets. I think that game is going to be closer than what the experts think, but I think the Pats get it done. So, Black, where you want to start, man? What was, what was your take of the day, man? 
overall the game yesterday. Where you man, I got to go back to that uh, New Orleans and Chicago game, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Teddy Bridgewater, man, the things that he is doing. It's crazy. Like, if I'm a coach, I'm <laughs> I know Drew Brees is the man. If I'm a coach, I'm like, it ain't broke, man. It's not broke. It's not broken. You know, what do you do? It's not broken. You know, uh, I know they're going to. Great problem uh, to have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but to see, but to see him, man, after that gruesome injury, we all saw it. Mm-hmm. We know we never thought Teddy would be the same after that. Sure, but uh, the man is just out here winning, man. Yeah. Don't turn the ball over, throw touchdowns. Running game is coming alive. Defense is is crazy. Defense played like, really well. <laughs> they really played. Well. They played horrible against our defense and won. And yeah, 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 like, yeah. Yeah. They make Chicago look bad, and that and that defense is better than Jacksonville's defense. They made Chicago defense look bad yesterday, but uh, and that's kudos to uh, Sean Payton. Sean Payton is one of the greatest offensive minds in in NFL in in, in football. Oh, yeah. Period. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. So he always Been has that. those guys ready. Shout out to Michael Thomas leading the league in re, uh, leading the league in receptions and receiving yards uh, so far. Right. So yeah, man, that's my highlight. Uh, is the uh, New Orleans man doing okay. what they doing? Also, want to give a shout out, like you said, to Kyler Murray, man. That was my pick for Rookie of the Year, and he coming along. Three he coming along. They didn't look good at first. They didn't. But he, they, they uh, scrapping out some uh, some wins here. Three straight wins. So uh, hopefully they can keep it going. And and, it, and it's sad to see that all the stuff that Daniel Jones got and, and it's kind of not looking well now. All the bike lash he's getting, but they're losing. Yeah, they losing. They come with so, it. Yeah, he started. Yeah. But uh, shout out to Kyle Murray, man, and everything he's doing uh, for Arizona Cardinals. For sure, for sure. Fred, uh, you had any highlights from the day yesterday with any of the NFL scores, any of the games? Uh, no, nah, I just really like Lamar Jackson. He was probably my um, uh, highlight. Um, man, I, well, now that Patrick Mahomes, you know, had his little uh, situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Lamar Jackson, we get into a play, because I think I was watching college just over the weekend, and it's like, man, I think – it's like five or six of them guys that's going to be starting in the league next year. You know what I I'm agree. saying? I agree with and you. Yeah, I think uh, you finna see a whole yeah. tide change of quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. Um, you know, your Big Ben's, you feel it. Like a lot of these guys on their way out, and you finna see a whole tide change. And you got a guy like Lamar Jackson leading the pack who was picked last. And, you know, the last quarterback picked in that draft, basically, out of the big QBs. And just to see him come out and look how he's looked, Electrifying. He's, he looked like he looked at Louisville. Electrifying. And, you know, for all, and we all know, you know, it was kind of uh, racism. When I say racism, it doesn't mean, like, racist. Like, you just out here with a KKK flag. The comments. It's the just comments. like you're not familiar with somebody the like comments. Lamar Jackson, so you're obviously going to think he's limited to these abilities. Negative. And then all of us, you know, black people are looking at him like, are you nuts? What you like, we looking at Deshaun Watson while Correct. the Jaguars ponder if he could play or not. We looking at like, are you what? 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 What are we missing here? Like, what is the? And I just think sometimes when you have Jaguars a want full, to get Watson play. and as I say, you just have. A, if, if I'm a <laughs> if I'm a white man and I'm in the front office, I'm gonna go what I can identify with. I can identify with um, Nick Foles, you know, a stand up 
white boy in the pocket, you know, that could throw the ball strong. Like, that's what I've seen my whole life. Mm-hmm. You know, but us, what we've seen our whole life since we've been playing as kids Vic. was a nigga back there. Yeah. And all. Vic. You know what Vic. I'm saying? Like, what we seen through high school, we just Warm never had moon, that chance. Him. And now to see Harbaugh say, fuck that. Let's do man, a flack and well holler at you. Man, I'm changing everything I've ever known in the NFL. And I hate to, I hate to interrupt you, Fred, but this is, this is another example of the Jaguars. <laughs> John Harbaugh. <laughs> excuse me, Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. Won a Super Bowl with Joe Flacco. Mm-hmm. Flacco was his guy. Yeah, MVP. Yeah. MVP of the Super Bowl. <laughs> and two years later, he said, Flacco, you got to go. And we're going to revamp our entire team around this kid. Mm-hmm. And these boys went to the playoffs here last year. He was a rookie. And, and now they're five and two. Games, right? Six Correct. games yeah. last year? Yeah. And they're now, they're now five and two sitting on top of the NFC North. Yep. And this boy went nine for 19 passing, 143 yards, no turnovers, 14 carries, 116 yards rushing, 8.3 <laughs> a clip, 8.3 a clip and a touchdown. Almost 300 yards of total offense through him. Yeah. Didn't they say he's going to – didn't they, didn't they on, make man. a stat line, stat line yesterday? I, Come I, on, man. I thought I heard them say that well, he's going to break the record for most uh, – yeah, rushing, rushing yards, yards for in the a quarterback in the, in the season. season. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Cam yeah. got the record right now. Cam <laughs> yeah. got the record. That's yeah. crazy, yeah. man. So I'm sorry to interrupt you on that, Fred. I just all I was thinking was Jaguars. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, nah. I, was thinking. I just love watching Lamar Jackson, and he's the type where a lot of like Vic was getting hit a lot, and I look at Lamar Jackson is not getting hit. In a bad way, he, yeah. he's getting tackled. He know how to slide. He know, he know, he how, know to slide. how to slide. And get out of bounds. Yeah, they can't. They can't catch him to really. The thing why I hate that they did with Vic was they tried to change him so much that you could tell his pocket awareness it wasn't the same when they tried to make him uh, a running back. Yeah, just no, just a pocket passer. They were oh, trying to make oh, him oh, a pocket oh, passer. Oh, oh yeah. But Lamar Jackson, it's like, look, if the first read and I don't I'm need out. you, I'm out. You, if you can get me not thirty two, yards, three, I, I'll four. take that. We going. Yeah, like, I'll take. Give me them thirty yards, right? So quick. we can keep going, keep I the drive was third going. Third and fifteen. That yeah. nigga got thirteen yards, right? Quick. The <laughs> field goal unit came out, and that nigga John, he caught. First of all, Harbaugh sent the field goal unit out, wasted one of his timeouts. He's like, man, I have Lamar Jackson. Put him back out. It's two yards. Put him back out. This man just got to be 13 yards on the third and 15. It's two yards. Put him back out there. Let's go. They got it there. First down. Touchdown. Come on, man. Yeah. Like, what are we talking about? So, yeah, we man. would never see nothing like that in Jacksonville, by the way. Never. I want to say we would never see never. nothing of this yeah. magnitude in Jacksonville. I was, uh, I was, I was like on the – I was one of those 50-50 guys when Lamar came out of Louisville because he was so skinny. He was so skinny, and I didn't know. He was hella fast, but, like, man, if somebody really hit, bro, like, mm-hmm. he going to be hurt. But, dog, you always forget that your body matures as a man. Yeah, you know? he bulking up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when you look, they showed, they showed a split image of him yesterday. Yeah. Like, in college, his sleeves was baggy. Yeah. Like, he had, like, his skinny arm. But then they now he cut, filling into his body, and now he a real deal problem. Mm-hmm. And now this oh, – and then once again, now Jim Harbaugh – it's going to be the head coach of the Ravens for the next 30 years. <laughs> because yeah. he had the balls to say, you know what, Flack? I appreciate what you're doing for us, man. You got a serene. We'll forever be bonded. Yeah. But uh, not, not only am I going to bench you, we're going we're to find, find you a trade partner in the offseason. He told Flacco that last year during yeah. the season, bro. And, Jim, and, Jim Har- and, and speaking of Jim Harbaugh, he said that on uh, – he was on either Countdown or either Primetime, one of them. 
and they asked him, he was like, you know, giving the reins to Lamar went, went away from everything I was used to. So this yep. is new. Not new for him, but it's new for me. New for me yeah. as a coach. Yeah. Right. It's new yep. for me. It's it's nothing I learned. He's, well, I, my background comes from it's nothing like that. He yeah. said his brother. <laughs> he said his brother. He said he was talking to his brother about when it was Flacco mm-hmm. and and say John. Wait, who was John? Jim told him. John told him. John told him. Hey, yeah. If I was you, that kid, Lamar Jackson. Because yeah. <laughs> you see what Jim did with Cap. With Cap, yeah. Mm-hmm. Got him to a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So, shout out Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. But for me, man, my highlight of the day, my story of the day, man, it was so lovely seeing probably what a la- well, I ain't even going to call Aaron Rodgers a last of a dying breed because he used to be able to run. He could still get out the pocket and run mm-hmm. and get what you need. But Aaron Rodgers put on the symphony yesterday. Yeah, he did. A true musical play of what it looks like to play quarterback. <laughs> 25 for 31, 439 yards passing, five touchdowns, one touchdown on the ground. He's responsible for all six. Perfect passer rating yesterday. Perfect. And they crushed the Raiders, 42-24. to 24. Raiders scored a touchdown late. It would have been 42-17. Mm. But you remember all the turmoil the Packers was going through in the offseason. This new head coach coming in, this young, new, innovative mind. Even Aaron Rodgers was skeptical. They're like, y'all bringing this, this young kid in here. Aaron Rodgers was like, man, I don't really know how it's going to go. I'm just reporting the camp. Aaron Rodgers wasn't being positive. But now Aaron Rodgers sees that this dude is a thinker. This McNabby dude is a thinker. He's innovated that offense. He has put that offense to a level. Aaron Rodgers didn't even think he can go. Mm-hmm. And now these boys are clicking. They're clicking, bro. They're dangerous. And Aaron Rodgers has turned into Tom Brady-ish. This is why I say that. Aaron Rodgers said yesterday, I'm comfortable with doing what my team needs to win. I'm at a point in my career now, I just want to win. I'm not about the accolades, MVP. I'm not about none of that. I just want to win. The last two games that the uh, Cowboys, I mean, excuse me, that the Packers played against the Cowboys and the, uh, I think it was, I can't man, I can't think who they played they, last they week. They lost to uh, Philly. They lost to Philly. Yeah, and then played the Cowboys and beat the Cowboys. Okay, you're right. Yeah. But Aaron Rodgers was a game manager. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Aaron Jones with four touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers didn't even throw a touchdown pass, and he, he smacked sure the Cowboys. Yeah. So now he's doing whatever his team needs him to do to win. Yesterday, they needed him to throw that and ball. they got a running game now, too. They do. But yesterday, yeah. they couldn't run the ball yesterday for some reason. Mm-hmm. So, McNabb was like, all right, you got the ball you got the ball 12. And he cut him up. So, Aaron Rodgers is one of the great passers we've ever seen. In my eyes, he's still the most gifted passer of the football I've ever seen. Just that flick of the wrist. Mm-hmm. Like, Mahomes is just a primetime big talent quarterback. He just got the talent to play quarterback. Aaron Rodgers make that thing look too sweet, bro. He do. That stroke so sweet, that flick of the wrist, man, that thing be on a rope, boy. And I just want to show Aaron Rodgers some love, man. He's one of the greatest of all time. And I always like to see these great quarterbacks, especially of his talent, get one more. I was begging and praying that Peyton got one more. It was ugly, but he got but one. He got it. Yeah. Peyton got out the door with two. You know, so I'd be praying for these talented guys before they exit. Just get them a crack to get one more. So I hope Rodgers can get one more, as long as it ain't at the expense of my boys. <laughs> but um, we'll see. So I just want to show uh, Green Bay Packers. Got a good defense. Some Smith boys oh, yeah. on, on the bookends. They balling. balling. So a hey, Packers a team to watch for, man. So 
All right, man. So you know, it was a pretty uh, pretty uh, pretty good week in the NFL, man. You know, we got some uh, had some decent games, but we got some bigger games coming up, man. We're gonna cover uh in the future here, man. So y'all got anything else on the NFL? Oh, I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. Them boys. Doug Peterson, keep your mouth closed. Don't try us like that. You sitting up here at your press conference talking all that yak, and then you get out here and get smacked, my ute. Huh? What? This, uh, is, this is what I want to know. Let me just say this about the Cowboys. Uh-huh. You got this man in the backfield. You just paid all this money. Feed this man. And you decided to wait till you play your big rival. To feed him. To plus. feed him. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Why? First time all year he you, had 20 you, plus. You look at you look at uh, Leonard Fournette. He's getting the ball 26 times, 29 times, mm-hmm. 30 times. Mm-hmm. Then you look at Zeke, 16 here, mm-hmm. 20 here. Y'all gave this man the ball 28 times last night. Why? What is the problem? Why can't you do that every game? If you're doing that every game, you you winning. He got to touch the ball 20 plus. He got to touch the ball every 20 game. plus. Man, it can't be no 15, 16 no, here. 20 plus. He got to touch it 20 plus. And you to. see what your results is. Big time. And then you can use you can use Dak and play yep. action yep. to get the ball down Roll the field. Roll them out like you did. Everybody ate yesterday. Coop had Everybody. Five. Coop had five for 106. Look healthy. Uh, Dak, before he threw that, I don't know what kind of interception that was in the fourth quarter. He just kind of threw it up there. But he was 21 or 27, 250 yards and a touchdown. And Zeke with 22 carries, 111 uh, yards on the ground and five a clip with a touchdown. And I want to say this about Coop, man. Yes, sir. This man route running is impeccable, man. He the best in the game at route running. That's the best we've seen since Jerry Rice. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm, 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 I actually was looking at him. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. He went, this thing got developed from him being in the league. He wasn't doing this at Alabama. That footwork nasty. That footwork is nasty. Yeah. Some, some, of, those, some <laughs> of those routes he was running last night and that getting out. But I'm like, how did he even, how, how, how was Coop even in the position And you moving like that? that and you messing with a quad injury? Moving like that. With a quad injury. Moving like that. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, so, shout out to Coop, man. Shout out Coop for real, man. <laughs> and I want to give one last shout out, man, to 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 our one of our caps, man. Man, shout out Jason Witten, man. I love the energy, man, that he putting out on the field. You know, Coop. I mean, Witt gets you the, the the six yard catch. He just fall down, but he blocking. He blocking, bro. Yeah. Like he getting his hands on you, dog, and he blocking, man. He getting his spots. He catching his passes, like. He giving that energy on the sidelines. Like, I can really tell that he didn't just come back for just to be on the sideline. Like, he really believed in this team. And he yeah. said last night, he said, I really believe in Dak. I really believe in Zeke. He said he regrets hiring, retiring in the first place. But he had an opportunity. He had to see what it was about. And he was so thankful that Jerry Jones and Jason Garrett and Stephen Jones allowed him to come back. And I think it's going to pay off for us, man, just that leadership, just that energy, man. And he's keeping everybody, like, focused, man. He's just keeping them focused. So, shout out to Big Wit, man. Shout out to Big Wit, man. So, that's going to conclude our uh, our NFL talk uh, for the week, man. We're going to go ahead and transition, man, into a little bit of college football, man. We're going to review some scores here over the weekend. And we're going to get into some of, uh, get into some of the – the newsworthy stories and what took place. We're going to get into the top 25 over this past weekend. We're going to cover uh, just some of the games that took place in week eight of college football. 
All right, kicking it off this past Friday night, the Buckeyes, man. Buzzsaw, man. 52-3 over Northwestern at Northwestern. It was really effortless, man. It, it, it really wasn't a contest from the world go. And the funny thing was Northwestern scored three points on the first drive. It was 3 nothing Northwestern in the first quarter, and then Ohio State scored 52 unanswered. Uh, you had the Iowa Hawkeyes, number 20. The 20th-ranked Hawkeyes take care of Purdue, 26-20. Had Auburn, like they trying to get back on track. Big game with the LSU Tigers this weekend. Put 51 on Arkansas at Arkansas. You had the Fighting Illini take care of the then-ranked, sixth-ranked Wisconsin Badgers. Heisman hopeful. Jonathan Taylor, defense was looking superb, and you let Illinois knock you off before the big game with Ohio State this Saturday. In Wisconsin. In Wisconsin. So what make you think I'm going to believe y'all got a shot against Ohio State? I don't believe it. All right? (laughs) So we had Iowa State, the 23rd-ranked Iowa State Cyclones, St. Care, Texas Tech. Had the Clemson Tigers put 45 to knock off Louisville. Had the Florida Gators bounce back from their loss to LSU and Baton Rouge, 38-27 over South Carolina. That was a tough game up until the fourth quarter. Florida mm. just kind of ran away at the end there. Oklahoma still chugging. Uh, 52 spot on the West Virginia Mountaineers. LSU took care of business, 36-13, excuse me, at Mississippi State. Yeah, that Appalachian State, man, ranked 21st in the country, undefeated. Uh, put up 52 points on Louisiana Monroe. You had the uh, Six and one Minnesota Gophers, ranked 17, taking care of Rutgers, 42 17. They undefeated? Wow, okay. Didn't know that till just now. All right. Undefeated. You got SMU climbing the ranks. They're sitting at 16, took care of Temple. We're going to speed it up here. We had the Oregon Ducks take care of Washington, 35 31. Cincinnati, ranked 18th, took care of Tulsa, 24 13. You had Baylor take care of Oklahoma State, 45 27. Baylor's undefeated as well. All right, coming out there, sanctions. Uh, they look like they're trying to do something, all right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm rooting for my guys, man. The fighting Herm Edwards, man. They came up short. Arizona State Sun Devils came up short uh, against uh, the Utah Utes. All right, Utah's a pretty tough team, man. They're very solid. Arizona State just couldn't get it going. But uh, shout-out to the fighting Herman Edwards. You had the the lowly Georgia Bulldogs come back off a loss uh, at, uh, at home to South Carolina, and, and they kind of squeaked by Kentucky. They scored a... Uh, 21 points. It was an ugly affair. Hey, but they got the win setting up uh, the match for the SEC East title next Saturday versus the Florida Gators. You had my uh, surprise pick of the year. I had him uh, a Heisman Holt for there, Ellen, Ellinger, and uh, potential top 14 Texas Longhorns. <laughs> squeak by Kansas. <laughs> I mean, squeak by. Squeak. 50 to 48. Penn State taking care of business, man, knocking off the Michigan Wolverines. 28 to 21. I think I think Harbaugh's time at Michigan will come to an end after this year. They had a chance to get back in it. This would have been a big win for Michigan if they could have knocked off Penn State, and it didn't happen. They lost 28 to 21. They're officially done with championship contention. You had the 25th ranked Wake Forest Demon Deacons take care of the lowly, pitiful, god awful. Florida State Seminoles, 22-20. to 20. You had Alabama Crimson Tide take care of Tennessee, 35-13. to 13. You had uh, Tua suffered a high ankle sprain in that game. He left, I think, in the second quarter right before the half. Didn't play the rest of the game. Saban says they're going to keep him out. 
this week, and then they got a bye week, and then they got the Tigers calling uh, in a few weeks. So Tua will be okay. Alabama still undefeated. Boise State finally took their first loss of the year. All right, you have BYU put it on them 28 to 25, and that kind of wraps up. All right, uh, college football scores uh, from this past Saturday. So Black man. Where you want to start? What was your give and takes, man, away from uh, some of the games that took place this past weekend in college football? Yeah, man. Uh, <clears throat> uh, LSU. Um, uh, Burrow. Man, just keep doing. <laughs> he just keep doing this, man. And this. Kudos to uh, to the office, the new offensive coordinator. I don't, I don't have his name. I know his name, but he changing everything that we've known in the past about LSU. Changing the life. Yeah, he's changing the life, and this, I think they got this man, uh, got him sitting at like the number one quarterback projected on the big board now, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. I think he's up there. He's up there now. He's moved up pretty far, and they I got think him he's in second the, under tool. Yeah, yeah. They he's moved up, but man, the things that he's doing is crazy. Mm-hmm. Another what three touchdown mm-hmm. uh, afternoon uh, mm-hmm. afternoon he had. After uh, they started slow, they after started they started slow, slow. Mm-hmm. slow. So you know, coming up next week, they go, they gonna see the best defensive line that they gonna see all year Auburn. in Auburn. So you know, that should hopefully that might be a good one. We'll see. Um, but um, Penn State, shout out to Penn State for getting the job done against Michigan. If Michigan does get rid of uh, John Harbaugh. Uh, come to Jacksonville or something, man. I could use you in Jacksonville. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we know that, like Fred would say, we know that's not going to yeah, happen. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, man. Uh, yeah, Tua getting hurt, man. I, <laughs> you want to know something, man? Like, like Fred say, it's a lot of these quarterbacks out here that we're going to see starting in this league next year in the NFL. If I'm Tua, I'm sitting here really thinking, uh, money wise, like. <laughs> Why keep going through this, man? Why Good keep? Question. I'm, 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 I'm really. I was thinking about this early, and then I was listening to it on the radio, and some of the guys on, on 1010 was talking about it as well. Like, tour, like, what are you doing? You're going to be a projected top quarterback to go into the league next year, like. He'd be the number you, one pick overall. Yeah, overall, like, what are you doing? You going to come back from this injury? Why not sit it out? You, you taking a chance and. Wasting millions here, you know, on getting hurt. And, it's a legit question, you know. But he not made up like that. Yeah, that's not his makeup. And then he played for Nick Saban, so yeah. of course they're gonna break their back for Nick Saban. So, yeah. but I'm I'm like, man, you <laughs> this three years in a row now. Third injury. Third this, injury. This, this isn't significant, but he got hurt. Yeah, he did get he, hurt. He got hurt. You know, it's three years you didn't been hurt. You know, it's something that needs to be said. But like you said, he's gonna. That's not his makeup. He's he's going to play. play. Especially if they got a chance to win a national well, championship. Well, you got the Tigers. You got the Tigers coming to town. I don't think anybody in their right minds would want to sit out uh, with that atmosphere. You're what right. it's going to be like? Mm-hmm. I know I wouldn't. <laughs> I don't care. About, I, I understand what you're saying, pops. I got eighty million dollars. Yeah. I'm about to sign for, but the Tigers come calling yeah. in two weeks, and I don't want to miss that, man. I don't want to miss that. Yeah, man. But uh, it's crazy how the it's looking in college football right now. It's it's like, however you beating your opponents and. Who you're beating and how bad you're beating them? Uh, you're going to be ranked. You're going to jump people as well. Clemson being jumped is is I don't even know what to think about that. That's defending national champions. Three weeks in a row. It's not like they got close games. They slaughtering people too. I guess it's just that's just how much respect they got for the ACC. My thing <laughs> is how you let Ohio State jump them and they beat Northwest. This is like the same thing we talked about. Ohio State the most complete team. All but around they played in college no, football. I understand that they're a great team, but yeah. they played, played Northwestern. Yeah. 
They played Northwestern. Like, right. if you put Northwestern and Louisville on the field, do you really know who win that game? Yeah. Like, who? So, so what's the Which reason? Which they, they haven't. They, if, and if you look at Ohio State's schedule, they really haven't played. They played one-ranked team. They yeah. played 25th-ranked Michigan State Spartans. And, and dusted them. Yeah, I mean, so that's yeah. it. Yeah, that's it. So I don't understand you letting Ohio State jump them. I mean, Clemson put up 47. Yeah. Well, 47-10? Yeah, that's what I don't understand. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get that's it. two weeks in a row, though. You let LSU jump them, and then you let Ohio State jump them. So the, the, L- me, the LSU jump is warranted. I, 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 I'm not mad at them jumping. Why, why, why you weren't mad at it? Because they beat Florida? The, well, they beat they, – that's like they, they beat Texas at Texas. Okay. Who was yeah, the top ten right, team? Right, right. Florida was ranked second. Okay. I mean, they, they, okay. They play stiff for come. I get it. Oh, I don't say okay. they ain't playing nobody. They look great now. They look great, mm. but they ain't playing nobody. Yeah. So I just say understand. Like right now, your number one, two, or three should be. If you want to keep it funky like that, LSU should be the number one team in the country. If you want to keep it real, over Alabama because who they played. Right. Yeah. Have they played a ranked team all year? No, Alabama mm. ain't played nobody ranked. So LSU should be number one. Clemson should be number two. Bama should be number three, and then Ohio State. But Clemson hadn't beat nobody ranked either. So. But they defend the national champions, yeah, though. They are. You can't bro. take that away from them. Yeah. They don't want 30 straight games, bro. And I know, I, bro, I know Dabo using this. Oh, yeah, you know it. You know he. Oh, you know it. Because you, you know, know it. when come playoff time, if they do, the way it's looking, the way it's looking, they kind of want to leave them out if you're thinking about it so It won't far. happen. They want to leave them out. It won't happen. They're they going to try them like they did. You remember, when, you remember when Florida State yeah. was, and yeah. they kept 3 4, <laughs> 3 4. Yeah, they had us like number three. And then they, we was three yeah. when the playoffs started, and yeah. Oregon was two. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I'm, I know he using this. Like, y'all see this? Yeah. And those, this disrespect? And those people who worried about Trevor Lawrence, don't be. Like, people got tape on the man. Oh, yeah. Like, so he's still having great numbers. But the defenses are not stacking on the offensive side of the ball in the passing lanes. That's all that's happening. Mm-hmm. And now Trevor Lawrence, and thank God it's happening now, where he's getting the necessary, let's keep it real, practice that he needs before he faces Ohio State or Alabama or Oklahoma in the playoff. Mm-hmm. So don't be worried about Trevor Lawrence. He still went 21 for 29, 240 yards, three touchdowns. He did have two picks. Yeah, they talk about the two picks in the, in the red zone. In the red zone. zone. Like, okay, but don't be worried about him. Don't yeah, be worried about Trevor Lawrence. They still score 44. He's going to be fine. <laughs> He gonna be fine. <laughs> they just got tape on the man. Mm-hmm. That, that's all it is. Cause look what's happened to Tua in the second half of the season last year. He's just started throwing picks and getting hurt left and right. I think he started off the way he did because mm-hmm. they had tape. Yeah. So don't be worried about Trevor Lawrence. But you know, uh, other than that, you know, for me, college football, you know, I'm, I'm just waiting for Willie Tiger to be fired. I'm waiting for our AD at Florida State to go ahead and make the breaking news that Tiger has been relieved of his duties. <laughs> And so we could go start our coaching search. I'm pretty sure there's plenty of candidates who would like to pack up a move to Tallahassee. I'm pretty sure it is. Mm. Because this dude, <laughs> this guy, he is a despicable example of a head coach. He don't need to be at Florida State. He need to he be don't. somewhere else. Because this is ridiculous now. This, 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 listen, dog. We, what were we at? What were we at, bro? Three and four? This is ridiculous, bro. Mm -hmm. This is god-awful, man. I'm not going to spin here and sit and talk about Florida State, but I just want to put this out there. You know, Willie T as Dangleman and Cedric Farr and Freddie Brown calls him. Get him out of here. We don't need him in in, in Doak and Tallahassee. I don't want to hear nothing he got to say. Tom out. We just got to clean up some of the mistakes. What? I think he's going. 
No, man. Yeah, Fred, you would want him to have. You would want him to have ten more years. He got what? Two years at least. Two more years on this contract. No, man. They not. And then you got Lee Corso sitting up on the desk on college game. They talk about letting him play his contract out. Are you yeah, freaking kidding me? Yeah, let him play his contract out. Are you uh, freaking kidding me? We cool on that, Cuzzle. <laughs> we cool on that. But anyway, man, I ain't finna spend no much time on that. Fred, you want to get in anything on your Florida Gators taking care of the Gamecocks? Yeah, yeah. You know, we and I and I like it's setting up good these next two to three years uh, at Florida because we are most years. Yeah, because our most of our games this year are away games. Like we going into people's stadiums, playing them. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, almost, you know, almost beating LSU, uh, going uh-huh. into South Carolina, a team that just beat Georgia. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Going in there, taking care, getting down early. You know what I'm saying? Just taking care of business. So you know this t- this ain't luck. Every time. Franks was in the game. It felt like we just didn't know what the end result was going to be. Like, we know we need a little bit of luck on our side. We needed him not to turn the ball over late. Like, and you – and just thank God, you know, he's not in there no more. I hope he can continue his career somewhere or wherever. You know what I'm saying? While he can get healthy, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, I, we've definitely found our future, you know, um, and beyond. And I don't know, it just feels great, like having a future because uh-huh. a lot of – when well, you don't have a, a head coach, when you don't have direction, that's frustrating. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure Florida State – I'm sure you can't look at y'all roster and say, okay, this is – you know, like it's it's no future. Like you you need a head coach. We got coach talent to show on. You. Oh, you talking about ain't coach? We got talent yeah, on the field. Even yeah, McElwain had talent. Like, coaches have talent. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right, like talent. Is, yeah, it's right. a Florida school, so you always gonna have talent in yeah. football. Miami got yeah. hella got talent. talent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, but it's about having a future. Like knowing, like okay, Trash is a, a junior this year. He could come back for more year. Emory is only a freshman, so you grooming him literally when he stepped into it. As he a going, he not stepping in as this wide-eyed freshman and, you know, have that. Like, we, so we could try to continue this train on. Like, you know, we already seeing our nine up for the next two to three years. You know what I'm saying? So we kind of predict where we going, and it's the first time in a long time uh, the Gators just have had it, you know, this good. Mm-hmm. So, um, like I said, we're going to play the rest of this year. I'm hoping, you know, we just got to get past Georgia. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if we get, you know, get past Georgia, we going to Atlanta. You know, we hopefully we'll have a rematch with LSU. So this year could be a a, 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 a playoff year if everything goes right, you know, how we want it. But we definitely looking at next year. Like, most of these games going to be at home. You know what I'm saying? Like, all these teams we playing away this year, like, we, we at home next year with all of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Period. Probably except, probably except for our Arbor. You know what I'm saying? I don't play them next year. Oh, okay, 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 yeah. So it's you know it's we. You talk about next year, Fred. Why not this year? Shoot, no, I, I, like I, I was just telling D the other night when we were talking. I was like, bro, listen, listen to me. We ain't Florida fans, man. We hate Florida, but you gotta respect it, bro. Yeah, I, I think you we gotta I respect think we it, bro. Like you talking about next year, like no, all I, you gotta do is beat Georgia, and then like you say, if a re, I think I'm thinking if a rematch happened with y'all in LSU. Bro, yeah. that thing might be a little different, yeah. bro. Ain't like yeah. it's it's not like they blowed y'all out. That game was close. Yeah, and I want them on the new, and I want them on the neutral site. Like I want on a neutral site field or where you know against who? Um, against oh, LSU. LSU. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it's just hard to win. Like I see, like look how Arvin Arvin looked great this week. It's so hard to go into these SEC stadiums at night. You know what I'm saying? It be that loud and that disturbing. I think you just gonna pull off a win. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that you can even come out, we came out of halftime and school. We was up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that was a game where it was like you make one mistake. You know what I'm saying? Like they got good enough offense on that other side to where you make one mistake, it's a wrap. 
You know, so it's just gonna be hard to come back from that. And we still was uh, trying to come back from that. So, like, I definitely, I'm definitely looking forward to. Like, I think we have a great chance at, you know, actually getting in there this yeah, year. This year, but, but I'm looking at just the years to come to have the opportunity to be yeah, like, wow, yeah, we. Yeah, it's about it, what it don't have to now. be a one year. It don't have to be a one year wonder. Man, I'm looking at y'all's <laughs> you know schedule for next year, though. If y'all don't make the playoff, bro. Yeah, yeah. Who we, they got next year? No one. <laughs> Who they play in the West? Ole Miss. Oh wow! Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, they don't have nobody, bro. They open up with Eastern Michigan, Eastern Washington. Yeah. yeah. Then Kentucky, we, we South right Alabama, now, yeah. Tennessee, South Carolina, LSU come to Florida. Yeah. They go to Ole Miss. They get a bye week. Then the dogs come calling to Jacksonville again. They got Vandy, Missouri, yes, oh, yeah. and then, then they got New Mexico State. Right yes. before they got to go to dope, oh, like yes, next year could really be the year them boys can go twelve and over. It could be yes, next sir. year could be but that. You, I ain't you. That you magical not year. year we, we not. We if not. They, if they beat Georgia next weekend, yeah, next weekend they going to the SEC title game. I see no way from beat us. I said it on this shit for weeks. Like Georgia is a fraud. That is a bad football team. You know what I'm saying? I've been saying that. People still, people still looking at that Georgia and Alabama. They still have that performance from Fran. They won't let that go. Nobody will this let that be, Alabama. This can't be right, bro. <laughs> I'm looking at Fran Nimmers for this game, but this can't be right, bro. Nine for 12, 35 yards passing. Oh, uh, no touchdown. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, no tubs, no picks. They run it. Uh, Swift, he a qu- he Swift, quarterback. He right. Swift ran for like close to 200 yards. He a quarterback, though. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's Swift what ran for more than he threw, bro. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, I told you that a fraud. Like they have chose the worst quarterback out of that, that. trio. I, I can't wait to play them, man. Like I'm predicting a blowout. Like I, 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 I our team okay. is poor. Blowout trash. in the robbery game. In Jacksonville, uh, robbery game. Yes, that don't yes. happen, Fred. Because we, oh, no, we old Georgia. Like we, they've been talking too much shit. You know what I'm saying? Like we, they. They've, they've, we've been beating Georgia ass for the last 40 years, it feels like, and they don't went on this little run lately. Well, I don't know how many they don't four win years. in a row. They you know what I'm saying? Four years. They're And they just, I mean, it's time. It's not, it ain't finna be no, now nah, we trying to win by three or four touchdowns. Like, for real. Like, I don't, oh, care, if it got to, I don't care if it's late. You know, we pull off layups or whatever it is. Like, we trying well, to embarrass these boys. Well, we might as well no close game. Yeah, we shootout. might as well sit here. Because there ain't going to be no shootout. As you can see, Fromm ain't finna shoot it out with trash. <laughs> yeah, we might as well sit here <laughs> since, uh, you know, the next show we have after this will be after that game. But um, I'm going to go with Fred, man. I, of course, I think Florida is definitely going to win that game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think it'll be along the lines of like a 27 to 13. The 27 to 14 type game mm-hmm. because this Georgia offense has become putrid. Like, it's just like what happened, dog? Like, even the Notre and then people was bringing up the Notre Dame game. They say it started at the Notre Dame game. When you got to the Notre Dame game, that's when it started with the offense. Like, when the offense went into severe decline. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Now, obviously, before that, you know, they was playing a bunch of bonds, putting up mm-hmm. 50 spots and all that. But once they got, you know, to playing some decent competition, Oh, yeah. That offense went south. And Kentucky, they're not a pushover no more. You're just not going to play Kentucky and beat them by 60. Like, you got to beat them. You got to beat yeah. them. And that's what yeah. happened to them Saturday. Like, Florida had a tough game versus them. Like, it's like you can't not yeah, just going to knock. Yeah, you're yeah. not just going to knock Kentucky off no more. You know, they're a solid team. And Georgia struggled mightily. And I just don't I, see how they're a top team. Zero, zero in the fourth, fourth quarter. Yeah. The start of the fourth. And I think I think Florida get, get the job done this yeah. weekend as well. I think they – 
they averaging 30 points a game. So, shoot, I got them winning 37-27, man, by 10 double digits, man. Oh, you got George scoring 27 yeah. on them? Yeah. I just don't think that Florida defense is taking a step back like it's like like it looks like in the scores. Because South Carolina put 28 up on Florida. Mm-hmm. And I was – I don't think they <laughs> – I know they got like what three they defensive stars. Trash man, but they scored twenty eight points on the defense You're though. You're right. But Florida, I know Florida got uh, two defensive linemen starters out. I know that that two of their starters yeah. are out right now. But still, for South Carolina to put up twenty seven, if I'm a Gator fan, I'm like, hold up now, like we let's, let's tighten out. Yeah, let's kind of tighten out. Though yeah. like, we shouldn't be giving up. I think, I think twenty eight to I South think Carolina. Get, if South Carolina could get twenty eight, Georgia could get. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I don't think I don't think Georgia gonna be they defense. They defense is not that good, bro. No. Yeah, they defense is not that good. Nope. And I think Florida got a good core of receivers, a good core that play that play together. They ain't no one standout guy, they but got, they got a good core of receivers. They got one of the best groups in yeah, college. One yeah. of the best groups in college. And I don't think Georgia DB's gonna be ready for that. So I think uh trash and them boys gonna air that thing out, man, and get them boys problems. Thirty seven points. Man. I'm very I, I'm personally looking forward to that game. I think <laughs> I think I just, you know, like Fred said, it's been like a like, collision course. Florida's finally, I guess you want to say back or whatever. Like, And now we're coming to this thing. The last four years have been like, yeah, Georgia take care of them. Georgia take care of them. I think coming into this game, I think consistency is people will pick Florida to win the game. But Georgia a top 10 team. The Gators are a top 10 team. It's going to be a top 10 matchup here. It's going to be a top 10 matchup for the SEC East side. We'll see who get it right to go to the SEC championship game and potentially go to the playoff because the winner of this conference undefeated or one loss is going to the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. They're going. You know they're going to get two in the playoffs. So. Two, two teams? I don't think so. I don't you think don't think so. so? Nah, because I keep – past I, two years they have. Nah. I have to – no, they didn't. Last year they ain't had two teams. They didn't? No. They had – it was Ohio. It was uh, Notre Dame, Clemson, Alabama, and uh, uh, Georgia, right? No. Georgia didn't make it last Oklahoma. year? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Kyler Murray. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. The only the only time the scenario was to for two SEC teams in this playoffs is because Penn State <laughs> went nine and two, <laughs> won the Big Ten. You can't, can't put them in. You can't put them in with you. You had a Georgia undefeated twelve and zero, an Alabama undefeated twelve and zero playing for that championship, and that game came down to one score. That's the only reason because Penn State was not better than Georgia. They wasn't. That's the only reason. So if you were undefeated or one loss conference champion, you getting in. I thought the year Georgia went was the year they lost to Auburn. No, they lost to Alabama. They was undefeated. No, no, they lost to Auburn. Hold on, they lost to Auburn in uh in the regular season game in Auburn. Then they came back, won the SEC, uh, won the S. They played them in and played them in the SEC championship. championship and smoked them. Alabama, Alabama, Auburn. You're right. Georgia was an yeah. SEC champion. It was Alabama. Yeah. It was Alabama who lost to Auburn, and they still it, got in. And Auburn got right. in. Remember, right, 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 but remember right, right, right. early in that year, yeah, yeah, yeah. I Auburn remember. had smoked Georgia, beat Georgia yeah, in their yeah, first yeah, loss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. And then Georgia and yeah. Alabama ended Georgia up playing in win. the national championship. Yeah. Georgia did win the SEC yeah. that year. That, but, but still, <laughs> you can't put a 9-2 Nittany Lion team. You can't. You so can't. if you got one, like if, if Oregon went to Pac-12 and they 12-1, you they getting in. in. They getting yeah. in. They not gonna let a, 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 a ten and two Florida team get in before them. They not gonna do that. I hope they stay. They not gonna yeah, do that. Bama, yeah. If Bama, uh, if Bama lose to LSU, 
and uh, LSU went out, they gonna have to put Ben. Oh. It's a it's a storm brewing here. I agree oh, yeah. with you, Fred. It's a storm brewing here. Cause look, you got LSU, Alabama, and let's just say Florida do win the SEC championship. They getting in. Yeah. So you got you that means you between got between Alabama and LSU. You got two one loss. Alabama and LSU teams, they're going to have to pick it. And you put them up against, so let's say it's a 12-1 Oregon Pac-12 champion. What you do, dog? LSU going to win it. They schedule. Look who they beat. LSU, LSU gonna put, they going to put LSU in. It's, it's already given. It's crazy. So LSU said, like you said, if they do beat Florida, LSU set up, okay, we could be here sitting here with one loss, but look at our resume. Look who we lost to. It's a crazy. team that we already beat once. It's crazy. Just came back and beat us the second time. But we beat a Texas. It's gonna be crazy. We beat a uh, we who was they, we Florida. beat a Florida. They they could potentially put Auburn, on, got the, Auburn. on the schedule. You got an Auburn, and then you won't have an Alabama. What can you do? It's go, it's it's gonna be ugly. Well, you had to pick who you picking. If you're going <laughs> off a strength of schedule or who they who they didn't beat, you are gonna pick LSU. It's a given. Yeah, LSU is the better LSU yeah. is the better team. <laughs> They're gonna be but the better team. But going by what they what they want their credentials to be, they they say they value in a conference champion. And if you a twelve and one Oregon team who won the Pac twelve championship, that argument is trash. If you so put LSU so in, so what did they value the year they put Bama in there and they ain't win no SEC championship? What did they value? Because the Penn State, Penn State was the reason why. If Ohio State would have won that game, Ohio State would have been in. This situation gonna be the same if it happened, which I think is going to happen like we're that. We're dealing with a one loss. Yeah, you're gonna a be dealing one with loss two loss one loss team two. No, I'm saying the champion. If Oregon is the Pac-12 champion, uh-huh. that's the scenario that we're dealing with now. Penn State was 9-2. and two. They had two losses. They did. Oregon would have won against a what a, 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 what, a, a team in the SEC who might finish fourth this year in the SEC overall, Auburn? A loss. And then you – what do you do? Do you put a one loss? I, <laughs> it's at, crazy. They, listen, bro. Now, no, I know what you're from saying. From what we've seen yeah. by the committee – yeah, I think that resume means everything. It does. Everything. But I think. And there's no way. As bad as I want Oregon to be in there because that was my pick to make the playoff Yeah, this mine year. too. I don't I see them putting put them, them over, no, no, over I LSU. Agree. I agree. Oh, LSU. <laughs> like they got LSU, Bama, Oregon. No, but, no you know what? I will put them on. over Bama because Bama not. Especially Bama last couple, Bama Especially last couple of games is when they finally play somebody. You play you play LSU. Yeah, they ain't play nobody. And then whoever you play, if you beat LSU Play, let's say you play Florida yeah. in the SEC championship. They're yeah. going to be the only two ranked teams. Alabama won't get in with one loss, especially they if they lose at LSU. Not over Oregon. Yeah, especially if they lose at LSU. Yeah, okay. We'll see. I mean, it's, 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 something, it's something to look at. It, it, it's something for us to kind of see if it happens. But I think a potential storm it's brewing. could be brewing it is. with that whole scenario. All right, team. We're going to get out of here, man, with the college football, man. We are getting ready to get excited. We are getting ready to get into – Something I'm very excited about tomorrow night, Tuesday on TNT. It is the return of the National Basketball Association. Tomorrow night we have two, two games to kick off the season. We got the New Orleans Pelicans traveling to Toronto as the Raptors receive their rings on ring night. And then at 1030, in the Staples Center, in the lovely Los Angeles, California, we have a new era. We have the Battle of L.A. We have the Lakers. We have the Clippers. We have LeBron. We have AD. We have, we have Kawhi Leonard. All on the same floor for the Battle of L.A. Starting tomorrow night, folks. 
I'm excited. I've been telling anybody who would listen, <laughs> I am through the roof. I am so ready for this NBA season. We are getting ready to kick it off right now with our preview of the 2020 NBA season. So, guys, let's get into it, man. I just want to hear your excitement before we get into our predictions. How you feel going into the season, Black? What you excited for, man? Talk to me, Black, because I'm happy, dog. Hey, man, I'm right there with you, man. I'm happy. We just talked about this uh, Saturday night when we was on mm-hmm. the phone, man. Like, shit, I got to stay up 10. I got to stay up every night. <laughs> 1030. I, what I ask you, what how late these games yeah, go, bro. D? We're going to be up. Hey, we're going to be up. I got to be to work <laughs> 5 in the morning. <laughs> Tired as a dog. Got to see it. I got to see it. Yeah. I got to see it, yes, man. Sir. Like, these first stretch of games we got coming up here, man, that people haven't seen, we got the Clippers, Lakers. You got uh, Boston, you Philly. got Boston, Philly. We got uh, you got the Lakers. Uh, Utah Friday, Utah night. Friday yep. night. I think you got uh, Houston and the Portland. Yep. Like man, like these this first week first of basketball week. is crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got some mm-hmm. crazy good mm-hmm. games, man. I'm excited, man. I'm excited to see mm-hmm. uh, what the Lakers gonna do. Uh, yeah. It's well known that I'm not a Laker fan, but mm-hmm. you know I respect it. You're a supporter. A, you know uh, I'm a LeBron supporter. supporter. You know so. I respect it, you know. I, I, I want to see my King James. I want to see King James do well. For sure, you know. So and and, and it kind of it kind of took a little luster off of it for me about the matchup tomorrow night because Paul George isn't playing. Yeah, because I wanted bit. to see it out the gate. I you feel know, you. I wanted to see it out the gate. I feel you. I feel how that you. thing would look. So uh, yeah, man, I'm excited, man. The whole I NBA, like I agree with you. The whole NBA season, I think it's going to be one of the best we're going to see in years coming man. forward because you guys, we back to. We back to the duos now. Ain't no more uh, super team. No three. We back to the duos, you yeah, know. And so we gonna see what we got here, man. And uh, I'm so excited. excited. I'm so ready excited. to see the Lakers get this thing done. Yeah. Obviously, honestly, I don't know how you stop that ship over there. Honestly, we gonna talk it's, about it's, it. We gonna talk it's, about it. It's basically like pick your poison. We gonna talk but, about uh, it. Gonna say that black. Yeah, we gonna man. Talk about it. Yeah, man. I'm excited, man. I'm okay. ready for this thing to kick off tomorrow. Fred, night. what's up, baby? Where you at, man? How you feeling about over another season, man? Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, yes. Yes. I mean, the, as soon as the Jalen trade went down, like, I was just glad that <laughs> the NBA season was around the corner. I'm totally out of. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even. I'll probably get back in really the football when. Um, man, you got your Gators, man. Chill out, bro. Yeah, I got, I got my you yeah, got yeah, your Gators. Yeah, Saturdays are fine. Saturdays, you got your Gators. I enjoy Saturdays. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But, you know, with Sunday, as far as the professional uh, sports, like, I'm glad that. Um, you know, I'm kind of glad that the season kicking off. Right, 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 right. I can just kind of let football go, you know, as far as like what NFL. I, yeah, <laughs> what I root for, kind of let that go and um, just enjoy the NBA. So I'm really excited for it. Yeah, I, 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 I am too, man. I, ever This offseason for the NBA was great, man. Um, everything that took place, all the trades, all the movement, um, it was just fantastic, man. I just don't remember a time where so much act. It was so active in the NBA offseason. Usually, NBA offseasons are still pretty good. But this past one was just beyond, man, what you could ever expect. Day in and day out, we were seeing about a trade. Day in and day out, another trade, another move. Free agency was crazy. Bonkers, man. And all these guys moving, Nets moving, everybody. I mean, KD going to the Nets, Kyrie to the Nets. I mean, just Chris Paul and Westbrook being traded for one another. Like, it was just fantastic and for me man i think over the last two to three years it's probably with my personal transition in my life i've been playing a lot more basketball like just personally 
like pretty much every day I've been out there hooping. So like I have a different kind of love for it now. Like I'm watching these, like I'm watching all the preseason games. I'm just, I'm, I'm getting home from work and I'm just turning the preseason games on while I got a NFL game with Patrick Mahomes throwing touchdowns. I just want to see what's going on on the court. Yeah. So I just got a different look, but I'm truly excited, man. So let's get into it, man. Let's talk about, man, our predictions, man. Let's go around the table, man. We got a few things here. So let's kick off. Who do we think will win the 2020 NBA MVP? Who is your MVP, Black? When it's all said and done, your regular season MVP. Talk to me, Black. Man, it was tough, man. Uh-huh. It was tough, man. Uh, it was tough, but I had, you know, after, you know, sitting, thinking about it and looking at, you know, some different stuff. Uh-huh. I think I'm uh, I'm a roll with Anthony Davis, man, as my MVP Ooh. this year. I think that I think he's gonna have a lot to prove. Okay. You know, uh, I think he's gonna show out, man, in LA. I think he's gonna do his thing. I think he's MVP. Be un- I think he's gonna be unstoppable, man. You gonna have to respect it, man. Like, I I see no way this. <laughs> I could be wrong, uh, you know what I'm saying? But I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at everything from how this team is made up. Like this team is made up for him to succeed beyond what he's used to, you know. And then the things he was doing and. New Orleans and being the, the focal point to mm-hmm. on defense is like that's no more. Mm-hmm. That's no more mm-hmm. in LA. Him playing alongside LeBron James. So yeah, man, King. my pick was uh Anthony Davis for MVP. Okay. All right, Fred, where you at, man? Talk to me, man. Who you got winning your 2020 NBA MVP? Yeah, I was either him or LeBron. Like I think it's gonna come from <laughs> it'll be one or the other. I'm thinking okay. maybe Maybe LeBron has a chance to win his maybe last MVP because mm-hmm. he's gonna be playing a different position. Like he's gonna average over ten assists this year. Yeah, so he'll I be, think so uh, too. Yeah, I don't know. He might. This might be the first year he uh, averaged triple double. Um, yeah, yeah. Know, and it'll be it'll come easy having somebody like um, you know AD. Anthony Davis. Like it's just you're gonna see a lot of shit just come easy for yeah. him. Like, yeah, and uh, when the and. People talk shit about Dwight Howard, but when that's your third option, yeah, you know, like third big man, yeah. not even third scoring option, like that's literally like he's just another play out there, you know. You and if you want to guard him, you got Danny Green sitting out there. So I think Braun is just he he has too many options uh, to where it's gonna be impossible for him not to get ten assists mm-hmm. every mm-hmm. game this year. Like I just mm-hmm. so at least he's getting. A, I, we know we know he's getting a double double, but I say trip because. You know, it, it ain't shit for him to get 10 rebounds. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are just easy numbers that come from LeBron. And I think with him playing a different position, that mm-hmm. he might get a triple-double this year. And that might – Brian getting a triple-double this late in his career, I don't see how you keep that mm-hmm. uh, award away from him. So, but yeah. either him or, you know, Anthony Davis going to go nuts this year. We nuts, man. He going to go <laughs> fucking nuts. Like, his – I seen him block Draymond. <laughs> I say, man, if Draymond was looking like dog. Clippers, uh, the people think for people who think that this is going to be like a thing, Clippers versus Lakers, it's funny to me. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Like, period. I, I think it's funny to me. Okay, you know? Fred, I like, think it's going to be a thing, bro. I, I don't think it's going to be a thing. Like, I, I don't <laughs> okay. think it's going to be a thing at all. Who was that talking the other day? Um, I think Clay Thompson was on the radio when he was talking about the Lakers. And he was like, what people got to understand, like, is this team is going to bully you. You know what I'm saying? When team step on the court with Dwight Howard. Uh, Anthony Davis uh, and LeBron. Dwight D- mm-hmm. Howard, 6'10". Anthony Davis, 6'10". LeBron, 6'9". Um, 
Like JPL McGee, JPL McGee, seven. Like, like these people are running up and down your floors. You, not, with Danny Green right. just sitting, standing in one yeah. place. Danny got to yeah. yeah. bye, bye. <laughs> and it's like you, you have to make a decision yeah. then. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like I don't care how good people think. Uh, what's my man? Um, Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard Paul and them boys. Uh, what's the other little scrappy? Uh, defensive uh, player that uh, they Patrick got. Patrick Beverly. Patrick I, I, I know, understand these guys are real scrappy and all of that, but you're going to need, that ain't going to beat the Lakers. I mean, not the Lakers this year. Like, you're going to need that Warriors team to come back so together. We got an Avery Bradley, Bradley over there, too. Uh, like, come on, bro. bro scrappy. Like, just ain't like, even playing tonight. Come on, bro. Like, you know what I'm come saying? on, man. So, yeah, we're going to get into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, come it. on, Larry. Let's get into yeah, it because I got something I got to say. We are. We are. We are. <laughs> uh, for me, with the MVP, I think it's a I think it's a wide range of players who actually could win it this year, mm-hmm. uh, due to the balance of the league coming back to an actual balance. Um, guys like Giannis, Giannis could very well be a back to back MVP this year. Look at what he's surrounded with in Milwaukee, and he's in the Eastern Conference. Like, if he controls that team, and let's say they are the number one seed again coming out of the East, and he has another great year, he could be MVP again. Uh, I think Harden will not take a step back because Westbrook is there. You're going to need Harden to score. Like, he's still going to be scoring and, and doing these unbelievable things that we've accustomed been accustomed to seeing him doing. I think two dark horses, man. I don't I don't see Kawhi Leonard being the MVP this year. I don't I don't I don't even see him being like finishing in the top five of being the MVP this year. I don't think his game is MVP-ish. Mm-hmm. If that made any sense, like to our listeners, like. What an MVP is somebody who is rattling the Richter scale in the regular season, like night in and night out. And I honestly, I only think it's Giannis, Harden, AD, if LeBron plays enough. That's going to be my thing with LeBron if he can stay in the MVP race. I don't think LeBron's going to win the MVP because I don't think LeBron going to – I only think LeBron probably going to play like 70 games. I think they're going to coast LeBron. Like, yeah. we're going to need him when them play, especially now West. But my dark horse for MVP, though, is Steph Curry. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. the situation in Golden State, though, no more KD. Clay not due back to after All-Star break. You teaching the D'Angelo Russell. You got your anchor still there in Draymond Green. You got a lot of new young players around, Willie Collistein and the rest of those guys who they trying to bring in to get right. Who going to be the night in and night out thing there? It's going to be Steph Curry. Dog, Steph going to average like 35 this year. Wow. He going to go, bro. 35? Bro, look at that team and tell me night in and night out who's going to be the consistency with the scoring of the basketball. Who? It's him. It's him. Even with the addition of D'Angelo Russell. Because Russell going to average 25. He gonna get his point. He'll score. He gonna mm-hmm. get twenty five. But that bombs away type scoring. That when somebody call you and say, "Hey, bro, you watching Curry, dog?" Because you know your boys got the links. So we watching all the games. <laughs> we not missing the game. We, we got all eighty two. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, I'm gonna be calling you black, black, bro. Turn, dog. He got fifty five on the Hornets. <laughs> <laughs> he got, bro. He got another. Yeah. He got a sixty piece on the Knicks. RJ Barrett can't do nothing with him. I think Steph, he's just in a position where he just got to go off. Because the rhetoric and the craziness that the Warriors might not even make the playoffs this year. I think that's crazy. I think it's nuts. I think it's nuts, too. I think it's nuts. I've been a lot of that, too. I I think think it's it's nuts, nuts, bro. So my dog horse for MVP is Steph Curry. But who I think is going to win the MVP this year, I go back and forth. 
gonna go James Harden. Mm. I'm gonna go James Harden. You wanna know why I'm gonna go James Harden? Because I think the Rockets are gonna go berserk. I think they're gonna be the number one seed in the West. <laughs> really? They're gonna win so many games. And you wanna know why? That energy by number zero. That energy, he gonna revive Clint Capella. We wanted Clint Capella sent to the grave last year. He did. Cause he couldn't do nothing with a hundred million dollar contract. But you know what changes that? You know how you know how Big Adams got paid in uh, OKC? You know how Adams got paid? You know how he got 80 million from the Thunder? Because of Westbrook. Of Westbrook. Yeah. Driving down the lane alley you there you go, bruh. Driving down the lane alley you there you go, bruh. Yam that. <laughs> I think the Rockets are gonna be really good because of that energy really good. gonna bring. I'm talking about really. I'm talking about one or two seed in the West. Mm. That's what I think. If they can stay healthy, that energy gonna be nuts in that arena. So that's who I think going in the MVP. I'm gonna go James Harden because I think he still gotta be that score for them. Mm-hmm. He still got to be that. Do you see him them. averaging thirty six again? I see him averaging thirty two. Well, thirty three, yeah, thirty two, thirty three. Winning the MVP, yeah, thirty two or thirty three. Yeah. Winning MVP because Steph gonna be averaging thirty five. <laughs> he gonna be averaging thirty five. I'm telling you right. If he yeah. stay healthy, yeah. he don't got no help <laughs> till March. He got he got D'Angelo there, but but Big Dog don't come back. Clay Clay don't come back to March. Mm-hmm. I, I think Draymond gonna step his game up a little he bit. He is, this year. he is. I'm just saying that they scoring. Got yeah. They might not have enough to make the playoffs. No, I think they. Oh no, nah, that's disrespectful. Nah, because people got to think that like, bench. He, Come on now. Not even just the bench. Like this team is so used to like just having superstars everywhere. I think Curry gonna get 50 points tonight, and then after that, it's like teams don't, don't have so, to. Man. Teams don't have to stop so many things. And then you got to think that team last year was even kind of shaky as good as they were and to be down two of those options then you got clay coming off for injury mm-hmm. so we, it ain't no telling when he gonna be a hundred percent to come in and play like you i'm looking at a team like the Blazers. it's no way they beat the Blazers. like it's 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 too even now I don't know, man. It, it's too even they got my okay you got mccullum who gonna who gonna who got mccullum on that team steve you gonna guard him yeah steve kerr a mastermind man who gonna go, and then you know they picked up some other pieces in there so i'm just thinking like everything's even now Steph Curry can't already can't, can't guard your best player. I agree. So it's, if Steph Curry was this defensive juggernaut, then I could probably say, "Okay, I see they not." But Steph, who these ones gonna get off on Steph Curry? You right. Like if you are elite point guard, you, you can are. get off on Steph Curry. You Steph can. Curry gonna get off on you as well. Yeah. But it ain't that ain't a matchup that nobody's scared of. It's just when you got KD sitting in the corner, Clay sitting in the other corner, and Draymond just roaming everywhere. It's scary. Yeah. But now you just worried about Steph, who not stopping nobody. So if, if I got, got niggas score. match a point for point with Steph, where's your other? Who got McCullough? You know, who got the big man? What, what big man? Looney? Like, you you counting <laughs> on Looney to be Shaq, damn near. If, if this is your. They got Willie Collinstein they brought in. He, he just hurt, a body. Though. Yeah, just a body. So I, when people say, like, you got I man, <laughs> I, I think the Warriors can be a 6th, 7th, or 8th seed in the West. I think, yeah, I think it'll have to be like a six, lower. 6th, 7th, or 8th. I, I don't got see them. them. I, 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 I did my, I did my uh, top 10s, and I got them boys as a 5th seed, man. What? In I the got what? them boys as a 5th seed. All right, Black, man. we got we to gotta call out some teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's call yeah, yeah, yeah. Come yeah. on, let, let's, let's, let's go, go call out some teams. Let's we just go, go to the West. All right, so we, we saying uh, uh, for them to be a 15 in the West. Yeah. Okay, so will the Pelicans make the playoffs? Mm, maybe an 8th seed. Will the Mavs make the playoffs? Mm. Maybe an AC. Maybe. maybe. That's a that's a that's well, a hard maybe. Is coming in this year. Oh, the Denver, boy, coming. they boy. I saw them the other night, yeah, boy. That, this Luca second year, boy, and they doing that high pick and roll like Stephen was doing. Yeah. 
And they let it go. We'll see. Okay, so Denver, will the Nuggets finish higher than the Warriors? The Nuggets? No. Finish last year? No. They was the number one seed. Not this year. This is a different year. They, get, they got better. They got better. They, who they, 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 they got? Better. Who they got? They, they got Conley. No, right? no, no, they no. They no. didn't get. They you didn't talk, get nobody. No, they got uh, the the rookie uh, from Missouri. Uh, what is it? Porter Junior. We don't know what he gonna bring to the table. D. They finished one or what? Okay, D. fine. This your opinion. D. Cool. This, that's my. You right. Come on, let's. Just so you keep got. Going. So you just got Utah. Basically, in the bottom half of the West. You said Denver. I'm sorry, Denver. Okay, yeah, Denver in the bottom half. I think. Okay, I think yeah, last year them they, okay. they caught a lot of people Houston, by surprise. Houston, but they're gonna be on that. Well, Houston uh, finished better than Golden uh, State. Houston, Houston finished better than Golden State. The Clippers, uh, Clippers, yeah. The Lakers, Lakers, Minnesota Timberwolves, no. Phoenix, no. Portland, no. That's fourteen. Sacramento, no. San Antonio, no. I don't know. Hold oh. on, I'm gonna tell you who. OKC, no. Utah, Utah. So that's five teams. That's five teams. So that means you got the. That's my that's my dark horse this year. The Utah. Okay, but I'm just saying. So there's no way Golden State could be a top five seed. We just gave five teams. Well, yeah, okay. So it's six, seven, and eight. I said six, seven, and eight because they ain't better than none of them teams you just named. They not. They not. Uh, I I was waiting for you to. (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting for you to give. Bro, listen to me, man. The West is so difficult because I've been sitting here thinking about that thing. It's so difficult. Like I Loaded. really had them in my top five, but you sitting here calling, them, calling like, them out. You really can't put them in there because I'm looking at all of what Utah did in the offseason, bro. Like I'm they like, oh my god, they loaded, bro. They loaded. Like they loaded. I just want y'all to go look at that roster, man. Yeah, we finna talk about. Let's see what they did. Let's transition. go, man. Come on, man. Come Let's on, transition. Man. <laughs> all right, all right. So we gave our MVP talk, man. You know, we were so excited here at Sports Desk. All right, so let's get into our conference finals. All right, let's talk about it. East and the West. Let's start with the East. Who do you have going to the conference finals, and who do you have representing the East in the NBA finals, Black? Oh, man. I think it's – Man, it's tough, man. But uh, East the conference finals, I got uh, – I got Giannis and Milwaukee getting going. Getting back? Getting back there versus the Sixers, man. I think the Sixers, Bucks and Sixers, the, the Bucks and Sixers. I think the pieces they added, uh, the veteran leadership in uh, Horford. I think that's going to really help. Mm-hmm. And they big too, man. They big. Yes, uh, they are. Look like uh, it looks like Ben Simmons has found a jump shot. Some type of one. Some type of one. So you know we'll see. But uh, that's my Easter Conference Finals. I got uh, the Bucks and the Sixers. All right, Fred. Where you at, man? Who you got? Well, who you got? Representing the East in the finals. I got the Sixers, man. Going to the NBA Finals. Going to the NBA Finals, man. I got the Sixers this year. I I, okay. I believe I believe they get over the hump this year. Okay. And I, be, I I really be, I really believe last year losing Toronto the way they did they gonna leave a bad taste in their mouth and motivated. I think they gonna come out real motivated this year. Yeah. Um, Who you got getting to the East? No, my dark horse in the East is the uh, Miami Heat, man. Like, those Ooh. niggas, I, I, for some reason, like, they just keep finding these damn players, man. Like, hey, Fred, I said the same thing, bro. I don't know. That's how the hero going, kid. That's how the hero. They got some other nigga went out for 40 the other night. Undrafted, dude. Undrafted, but guess who, he, guess who cut him? The Warriors. The Warriors. Crazy, cut him. 
Sure, they can use them. So I th- Miami Heat just got a coach over there the way it's just. Spoke. You know, I, I would like to a see coach what, yeah. Jimmy Butler. Yeah, Jimmy Butler over there now. So I would just like to see what they do. Deion Waiters. Well, but of course, your juggernaut teams is your um, like Black said. I mean, it's, it's hard to go outside of Philly and um, the Milwaukee Bucks. And um, I don't know. I think the Bucks get it done this year, man. Like I think. Um, you know, Giannis is like on some Shaq shit, in my opinion. Right? Like, this is the year to prove that he can be the uh, most dominant player we've seen since Shaq. Because that's all that's been since Shaq, since that run was over with Shaq. You just like, when are we gonna see that? Again? Well, we have to at some point. Like, it has to be somebody that can be that dominant because it just has to. It's gonna be somebody that big and that fast. Like, it's gonna be a time, and I think like Giannis can prove this year that it's like okay. Nigga, you, you know, what about that, no team, that team, though? That team, bro. Fred. The team, but well, well, that's the thing about, you know what I'm saying? Let's so at the point, bro, like, that's, to I don't, get to the finals, bro. And you see what Toronto did to him in the playoffs last year. They just built the wall in front of the in front of the bucket. And, and that's why I like, to shoot. Like, 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 is Giannis jumper that much if, better if, than if, if, yeah, what did Shaq do when they figured out? When he, they, didn't, they weren't shooting jump shots when Shaq was playing like that, well, man. They, well, they weren't shooting that was jump shots. But as soon as, soon as he turned his, soon as he turned his back to the basket, as soon as he started uh-huh. getting these post moves, uh-huh. everything's just changed. But Shaq is similar. And, and I, I, I know, and, and, but I'm saying Giannis can get can get down with that same shit as well. So can my thing is whoever do it first, it, it, whether it be whoever figure it out first. Whoever figure out that they are the biggest, most dominant man on the court, and that, hey, if I do go down to the toe, nobody can stop me back here. Whichever one of them stop pulling up and taking jump shots first, is my opinion, is going to the finals. So, so I, you got I, I the got Bucks. Milwaukee. Okay. But if, like I said, if um your boy, if, if nigga for the Sixers, um, MB. MB. if Embiid somehow wake up and just figure out, oh, he wow, will. nobody can stop me when I'm doing this. He played like that already. He just was unhealthy. Yeah, then we'll, then I, yeah, it, it, you know, so we'll, but I, I'm going to go with Milwaukee, man. Okay. Like, all right, well, for me, uh, my Eastern Conference Finals pick, and I think you got a lot of sleeper teams in the East this year that's going to make some things interesting. Like Fred said, the Heat, the Magic are going to be good this year. The Pistons are going to be good Pacers. this year. Pacers are going to be good this year. So the East is going to be competitive. Uh, but I also have the Philadelphia 76ers making it to the Conference Finals. But I got them going to get some Boston Celtics. I got the Celtics making it to the Eastern Conference Finals this year. I think with the elimination of a Kyrie Irving, and don't I'm not saying when you lose Kyrie, you get a better team. No. I think the chemistry was what is what doomed the Celtics last year. They didn't have chemistry with Kyrie. It was always something. Brad Stevens is a hell of a coach. He just couldn't get it together with Kyrie and that other talent. They had too many guys playing the same position in Boston last year. They don't have that this year. They had some eliminate some some traction this year to that roster, and I think with Tatum and Brown finally getting the rings for the offense this year, two wing players, which you rarely see in the league, you got Smart playing defense. You got the addition of Kimball Walker, who's gonna be lighting up the scoreboard, who is not dependent on the ball. Kimball can move around, catch and shoot. Kimball can get to the cup. Kimball can shoot the three. He he don't need to rock about baby like Kyrie did. Kyrie needed to rock. He needed to build his momentum and then make his move. Kimba don't need that. So that ball's going to be moving around, and Brad Stevens is a hell of a coach where he's going to make sure that the rotations are good, everybody's going to touch the ball. You got a potential for Kimba Walker, Jalen Brown, 
and Jason Tatum to all to be averaging in the 20s this year. Mm-hmm. That's 60 points starting the game. Yeah. You know, so they got a lot of talent. They got some nice rookies coming in. The kid from Purdue who's going to be the oh, backup yeah. point guard. Oh, yeah. up in the preseason, he, he, man. He a warrior, man. Oh, yeah. He a warrior. So I got the Celtics getting there, and I just think Philly's just the best team on paper in the East. They're big on the inside and at the top of the key with Ben Simmons. With Ben Simmons, if he can have some type of a consistency shooting the basketball, it don't got to be a lot. Just a little bit. If he can knock down three jumpers a game, that's six points. And if you want to call him three points, that's nine points. If he can do that, that would be more than enough for the Philadelphia 76ers to make it to the uh, NBA Finals, which I think they are going to do. So I'm rolling in black. I got the Philadelphia 76ers making it to the NBA Finals this year. All right, let's move to the Western Conference. Black, talk to me. This, this daunting Long, deep conference with a lot of great teams. Who you got getting to the Western Conference Finals, Black? Well, uh, of course I got my got the Lakers getting there. For sure, you know, uh, hands no down. Brainer. But I had to go back to what you just said not too long ago. Uh, a team that you know, who you said is going to be could potentially be the MVP this year. I think Houston gets there this year, man. I think Houston mm. gets. I think Houston gets. So there the this Clippers year. don't make the Conference Final this year. I don't have the Clippers making it this year. I don't have them, I don't have them making it. Uh, like you said, I believe in that Houston train, bro. And I believe you at Houston already got uh, almost been there or was or went away from getting to what, been in the what, mix. what was in the Western Conference Finals. They've been in the mix. They've been in the mix the past couple of years. Two like the last said, three years. You know, an energized Russell Westbrook on that team. It's going to be kind of scary. So, you know, I really I thought about it hard, too. And I was like, yeah. That could be a serious situation. And if the Clippers and let's say the Clippers and Houston was was to meet in the semi. Which they would have to. Which they would have to. I gotta roll with the I gotta I gotta roll with Houston, man. I wow, just don't okay. see I like it. I just don't see how you stop that. You know, it's kinda it's kinda pick your poison. That's why I'm happy we back to the duos. It's like, okay, pick and choose what you wanna do now. Okay. You know? I like and it. And we seen it and, and I I believe Russ got something to prove because people don't think he gonna he gonna be able to work with James. You know, they, 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 yeah. they people think they two ball-dominant players. A lot of doubt work, on his name. A lot of doubt on his name. And I think he's going to prove it this year. So, I got uh, Houston versus the Clippers in the uh, – Lakers. I mean, Houston versus the Lakers in the uh, Western Conference Finals. With the Lakers advancing. With the Lakers advancing. So, you With got Lakers, Lakers 76ers, NBA Finals. Yeah. All right, Fred, what's up, baby? <laughs> uh, probably the Lakers. I can see, like, the Jazz getting there. Like, I, I can see the, either the Jazz or the uh, Blazers getting there. Uh, my opinion. You gotta think the only thing that has stopped the Blazers all these years is just these stacked teams. Like there's never the Bla- like you have to be a stacked team to, to stop that team. Like when you went up against the um every time they've been underdogs pretty much every year they come into these playoffs and they win one of these series. You know what I'm saying? So one, eventually Yeah, like so eventually it's gonna come to a point to where stuff gonna even out and it's like, okay, well if if I'm going, you know, let's say Steph against um, Dame. Dame, like who's got McCollum then? You know what I'm saying? Like who? Where's that coming from now? Like where's yeah. got a whole clip they back? Yeah. They don't have to worry about four other right. It's two on two at the top, right? Because Dame giving niggas fifty religiously. It's gonna be a war. You know what I'm saying? Like he's going to give you that religiously, long as he don't have the world he got to go up against. So like, I can easily see. Uh, I think the Lakers gonna make it for sure. But I, I mean, I, I I just I don't see the Clippers 
Make it to the conference final this year? Uh, nah, because I just don't. I don't see them being able to. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see them. I agree, be, man. I don't see them even being the <laughs> team that. I don't know. It's just weird because I. I don't know. Like I look at that. I look at that Toronto team, and the only thing could stop that Toronto team for eight years was LeBron. You know, they was number one in the East for a decade. They should have been like. in the finals. You know, so you we we give what you call it a lot of credit for that. But up naturally, you add a superstar to a team that's already been number one the last decade. Okay. Uh, that's going to happen. And when two of these, two or three of their stars go down, like we got to stop acting like Kawhi beat a fully healthy um, Warriors team. You know what I'm saying? Not even it wasn't even close. You know, you didn't get KD but five minutes in that series. You know what I'm saying? Like. Uh, Bron has never been up against an unhealthy team, period, in his life. Never. For some reason, he never strikes out. And, uh, <laughs> niggas be fully healthy. When full of health. <laughs> Nigga, I'm talking about the most healthy they've been in their prime. <laughs> now, pr- I mean, the prime, the prime of prime. Of they prime. <laughs> they, when they go against Jesus LeBron Christ. James. So he had a break. So I just don't – I don't see Kawhi and Paul George, you know. I, I have to see it to believe it, I guess. You know what I'm saying? I, I just have to – I have to see it to believe it. They had a scrappy team last year. They had one of them Celtic-type teams with no really superstars, but everybody's going to go after it and everybody's going to get it. But it's even now, bro. Like, it ain't no more going after to go get it when LeBron and <laughs> Anthony Davis step on the floor. Yeah, it ain't no I'm just going to go after it and go get it. Nah, nigga. You have a problem on your hand. It's, it's, it, when you got the Kings and the Nets playing back in the day, niggas can go after But when Shaq and Kobe step on the floor, it's it ain't no, daughter, we go out there going to get it's it. Done. It's nah, nigga. It's done. It's, the, it's just over with. You know what I'm saying? Great so try. I, I, I'm not, I don't see the clip. I think the only way the Clippers is getting there is if they get that one or two uh, spot. Yeah. So they, so they are actually meeting the Lakers in the um, conference finals. But I don't think they're going to be one or two. Like, I don't think they're going to finish that high. Okay, so you got Bucks, Lakers in the finals, and you got the Lakers winning it all. Yeah. Tenfold. All right, of course, for me in the West is the Lakers. I got them uh, in the Western Conference Finals. And I went back and forth with my pick for their opponent in the Western Conference Finals. One day I was with the Clippers because when you have two wings um, that play defense like George and Kawhi will do, and they actually can lock up on that wing, they're unbeatable now on the wing unless you're dealing with a bigger team who can pick and roll off you and get to the paint like the Lakers will do all year long. So I went back and forth between the Clippers and the Rockets. I think Utah is going to be very scary and we might be disrespecting them Mm -hmm. to a certain degree because they are deep, (laughs) they are loaded, and they now have a floor general. Now they got a guy who going to make sure you get the ball in your spots. Mike Conley Jr. They got him. No more Ricky Rubio. They got a good coach in Quinn Snyder, who they extended. Gave him more money and more years on this deal. Got defensive player of the year. Donovan Mitchell. Uh, Ingles, one of the best three-point shooters in the league. They added Bonjanovic that came from That's um, the piece right there. They added him on the wing. That's who I think the Clippers will have a tough time against. A team Me like too. the Jazz. The, I said the same the thing. The matchup. <laughs> That's a seven-game series on your hands. Yeah. <laughs> Clippers and, and Jazz. Even when you look at Portland, Portland's bigger now with the additional white side. Yeah. And and what's uh, what's my other man on the on the inside? Um, uh, who's no, back they, who got they, they hurt? Signed, they signed the guy who played for Atlanta, Bazemore. 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 And then they got yeah. the big who who hurt his knee last year, who's who going to be uh, back at some point N- this year. Nurkic. N- Nurkic. Nurkic. Oh, okay. Who will be back okay. at some point this year, who raised hell. 
before he got before hurt he got last hurt. year. Yep. So I think the Clippers aren't big enough. They're not big enough. They great mm-hmm. on the wing. They great at the top of the. They great at the top of the key. Got a good bench. But with all that being said, I'm going Rockets. And you yeah. got to look at what um, Kawhi. They won la- a big party won last year because they was bigger than everybody. Like look Seattle, at the inside. Look, just, Ibaka. Bro, and what um they traded for uh, Marcus Paul Gasol. Uh, Marcus Paul. You have three of them. Huge. Come on, man. Like skill players too. Sk- skill big man. You know I'm not just sitting there. Right. It's like now you think Montrez Harold. <laughs> Who is he stopping? Like, what, what, pick your poison. Hey, that's yeah. what's crazy, man. Some, yeah. I'm like, I'm telling people. Zubak. Hey, yes. I'm like, I'm saying, somebody had the nerve to tell me. I'm like, uh, who's going to guard Anthony Davis again? What's the guy's name? Monte. Who? Who? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Anthony Davis? All right. 30 piece. All right. You have a better chance. Put, you have a better chance putting uh, Kawhi on him. Right. So, <laughs> you know, I'm going to go Rockets, man. I'm going to go Rockets that made the Western Conference final. It could yeah. be Jazz. It could be the Clippers. But it doesn't matter. The Lakers are going to the NBA Finals. Yeah. All right. So, I got the Lakers and the 76ers in the NBA Finals. And I ultimately have LeBron James hoisting his fourth Larry O'Brien trophy at the end of the year, at the end of season's end. The Lakers will be champions. I know we are extremely biased here at the sports desk, but whatever. <laughs> until you can give us some facts why we shouldn't pick the Lakers, then zip it. Or until we see differently. Yeah, zip it. Yeah. So I think tomorrow night everybody going. They going to know. It's, oh. it's, it's they going to know. You know We're going to have an instant think, reminder as soon as they tip. But you want to yeah. know something, though? You want to know something? Montrez. I'm excited about tomorrow. Oh, I'm man. excited about tomorrow oh, I'm night. Thr- oh, yeah. I'm thrilled. D. I'm so thrilled about tomorrow yeah. night. Yeah. But listen to me. Friday night. Great games. Friday night, that Lakers and Utah Lakers, game. Utah, Friday night, yeah. I think that game right there. That's the test. Is going to be better than the game tomorrow night. That's the test. Yeah. I think that's going to be the test for them. That's the test for the Lakers. That's because the they match up so see. they match up so well with them. Mm, big yeah. for big. Yeah. They match up well. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like you say, they got a floor general now. So Donovan Mitchell don't have to do as much no more. You ain't got to bring the ball up no more. He don't. Just go get down there, bro. Like I know, I'm I'm thrilled. I'm through the roof. But Friday night, great games, man. I want to go see that the bar and watch that. Great games, man. (laughs) We got the link. Yeah. (laughs) I want to go out sit at the bar and watch that, man. Yeah. (laughs) So you know, another interesting thing that came out coming into the NBA season, uh, the general manager survey. All right, they came out with the best player at each position. To start the season. So they're saying the best point guard in the league is Steph Curry. The best shooting guard in the league is James Harden. The best small forward in the league is Kawhi Leonard. The best power forward in the league is Giannis Antetokounmpo. And the best center in the league is Nikolai Jokic, the Joker. Now, Black, do we have a problem with anything here in particular? I damn sure got a problem. Okay. (laughs) Okay. That, okay. We we talked about that. Yes. How in the hell? Don't get no disrespect to Kawhi. Yeah. No disrespect. No disrespect. Yeah. All that. Yeah. But how do you put him over a LeBron James? How? How? How do you do that? Like I, I think people getting this shit twist. That's why. That's why I'm so damn excited about this year. Cause yeah. Re- LeBron is gonna remind a lot of damn haters who hate on this man. Goofies. Just. Ridiculous, ridiculous, man. Goofies. Everybody locked in on what Kawhi did with a, against our hurt Warriors team. They won the chip. And what he did he in the Eastern chip. Conference Finals. It's, it's easy to come out the East. 
as it is already. He won a chip. But he won the ship against a Hurt Warriors team. I'm sorry. He won it, though. He won it. He well, won come it. on, man. Come on, D. Okay, he won Let's it. just be that real about this shit, it, man. Because I even said on the show, it's if he me. went out there and beat this team, I don't care if Le- I, I would don't... put him one, but I didn't say if he went out there and beat Steph Curry, hey, Kavon Looney. I don't care if LeBron missed with the Mark whole Gasol season. With Mark and that team, he had nobody was hurt on the uh, – they dealt with no yeah. injuries. You know what I'm saying? I don't, care if Le- I don't care if LeBron missed the whole season. I will, you can't put you can't put a Kawhi Leonard over him. And he didn't have LeBron as numbers at all. Now, if he somewhat get to another championship and beat the Lakers this year, then you can put oh, him yeah. there. Nothing then there's nothing else to say. But until then, until then, because people need to remember, like, when, when Kawhi was on the Spurs and they were beating LeBron, they still had a Tim Duncan, a Manu Ginobili, yep. a Tony Parker. That nigga finna be let's the man. see what you can be the man. Yeah, yep, let's go be the and man. Be the LeBron, and LeBron James. James. That's yeah. what I want to see. Yeah, I want to t- see you. You, you want the man. You want the man. You want the man in San Antonio. You wasn't all. the man. Like, and I'm, then you didn't have to worry about LeBron last year because he got hurt and the team went south. Didn't even see LeBron. Didn't even yep. see him. But you will so, this year. I'm not cool with him being there. Everybody else, it's 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 kind of a given. It's, it's a yeah. given. It's a given. I, no, I, I respect I it. I, respect I ain't cool it with Jokic. That. I yeah. ain't cool with Jokic being the best center. You not cool with that? No, I ain't be the best center. Went healthy. He the but best. we talked about the Joker now. Like we great went player. Over, we went over a lot great, of stuff he did great, last season. Great player. But Embiid a dog, bro. Mm-hmm. He a dog. He will dunk on you. Mm-hmm. He will shoot the three. He will hit shimmy you from the top and get to the cup. Mm-hmm. He just need to get his fat behind in shape. That's all he got to do. Stop eating cheeseburgers before the game. My man got a nutritionist this year. He lost 15 pounds. He got a little more muscle to him. He ain't had no surges in the offseason. He good to go. Embiid, he good to go. Joker's a great player, bro. He's a great player, but I didn't hear his name called in the game seven versus the Portland Trailblazers. You're right. I didn't hear his name called. I heard Embiid's name called every game when they played Toronto. Every every game. So I, ain't, I got a problem with Jokic being number one over Embiid. And, of course, I got a problem with LeBron not being the best small four in the league. Are y'all kidding? The man is still the best player in the league, if you ask me. I don't, I don't, I don't give a damn who won the MVP last year. It's still Mr. James. Let's get that fact, Jack. All right, so let's talk about the teams in the league. Let's talk about some surprising teams or some teams that just that is that are on your radar before we wrap up our NBA preview. Black, what's some teams that are on your radar? Not not your championship contenders, but teams that you will be looking forward to watching this year. Uh, well, I'm excited. It's two teams that I'm excited to see this year, and uh, they both golf courses for me this year. I feel like they can make some noise. Uh, if they were to win or do something special, it wouldn't be a surprise. Uh, I got in the East. I got the Indiana Pacers. Okay. I got the Indiana okay. Pacers doing something with the with the addition of uh, my guy from the Bucks, uh, uh, Brogdon. With Brogdon, Malcolm and then Brogdon. you got uh, you got the young Collison brother from out of college. Ola Depot on the way back. Ola Depot on the way back, and then you know they got some bigs too. So yeah. um, I'm ex- I'm excited about them. But okay. And also in the West, I got the Utah Jazz, man. I got the Utah Jazz. You're excited like, to see them. I'm excited to see them. Like you said, we could be disrespecting them, which I think we are. Yeah. Which I think we are just around the boy. Uh, you guys go look at the the roster, man. They big. Shooters. They got a, they got shooters. Yep. They got the left left handed assassin out there, Ingles. Uh, and they got <laughs> they got a big piece, man, from the Pacers in Boyanovich. Mm. And we all know he's a dog. He he's was a, deadly he, last he, year. He, he definitely is going to be. 
the defender that they need that they didn't have. He was deadly last yeah, year. Yeah, he was deadly last year for the Indiana Pacers. And uh, and then what Donovan Mitchell don't have to do so much now, he can just focus on scoring. Yep. And being yep. the man. Yep. He don't have to worry about bringing the ball up no nope, more. No more. And Mike Conley Jr., I believe that's going to be your comeback player of the year. Okay. I believe he'll be comeback player of the year because okay. he's 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 renewed, he's fresh. Things got a little old in Memphis. Yeah, he was I in Memphis he was, too long. Yeah, anyway. he was in Memphis he was there too, too long. long. Yeah, uh, he got he got a young core group of guys yeah. who know how to win, who've been to the yeah. playoffs good the coach. past couple of years, who've won series. Yeah. good coach in the playoffs, yeah. and they got a good coach. Like you said, they extended the coach. So, yeah. I'm excited to see the Utah Jazz. Okay. this season. All right, Fred, where you at, man? What teams you looking for outside of our beloved Los Angeles Lakers? Well. Excuse me. I thought I brought them up a little earlier, but I think the Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's just amazing um, what they're able to do year after year. I mean, they had no hope of even getting a free agent, and they just get one of the big free agents out of nowhere. Butler. You know what I'm saying? Get Butler out of nowhere. They draft this kid Tyler Hero. I just right. think every year they know exactly who they uh, they want. If I'm if I'm drafting with the, the 15 and up pick, I want the fucking. Pat Riley and the boys be making that decision, you know. So I don't know what they're gonna do with Dragic this year, but he's a trade piece, you know what I'm saying? That they have uh, in their hands if they want to make any moves. You got this yeah. uh, Derrick Jones over there, James Johnson. It's just a bunch of players, you know what I'm saying? That could fly. I don't know what's going on with Deion Waiters um, over there, but I'm excited to see. Uh, he got into Tyler he Hero. got into it with. Yeah. Uh, suspended, right? Yeah, he got he into got it with uh, one of the guys in practice last mm-hmm. week. And apparently he shouted out at Pat Riley when Pat Riley was telling him to knock it off. Uh-huh. And uh, he said some choice words to Pat. Yeah, and Pat was like, oh, yeah, down. sit down. We'll see you <laughs> yeah, game two. Which I like that because Pat Riley and Spolstra are going to be like, look, right. it's never getting out of hand here. Right. Never. Yeah, so I like I like the Miami Heat. Okay. Um, to do some things this year. Like, I think they could right. be real good. So. Okay. Uh, for me, out of the Eastern Conference, man, I'm excited to see the Chicago Bulls play every night. Kobe mm. White, I'm a fan, and I will be getting his jersey. I'm getting his jersey. This kid is electric. Electric. Got a handle, will yam on you, shoot the three. I watched three of their preseason games this year. He fast off the ball. No one's talking about him for rookie of the year. It's all Zion, Zion, Zion. This kid, Kobe White, he is the final piece of that young core. Zach Levine. They got Otto Porter Jr. Uh, what's my man? They got the uh, the Spanish kid who just was going out of his mind last year. Uh, man, I, they got Denzel Valentine. They got Thaddeus Young. They got a nice the boy from Duke too, right? They got, yeah, they got a nice uh, yeah, they got a nice little core there in Chicago. Uh, do I think they'll make the? They got Chris Dunn. A former first-round pick out of Butler. Like, they got Wendell Carter, like you said. Like, they got – yo, they got some pieces in Chicago. It's going to be fun to watch the Chicago Bulls uh, this year. And like I said, I'm going to get that Colby White jersey. Next year, y'all going to be seeing me rocking some some different jerseys you ain't used to seeing uh, because the youth movement, the, the generation that's finna come up on LeBron James, they're here. They're here. They're just young right now. So I'm, I'm really excited uh, to see the Chicago Bulls. And then the Western Conference, man, I mean, the, the West is so deep. And I really don't think it's it's going to – it's like it's going to be a 10-team playoff run in the West. 
Like, it's literally going to be 10 teams vibe trying to, you know, get to make the playoffs. But for me, the team I'm going to be watching is, I'm going to say two teams. I'm going to go to Sacramento Kings. They were fun to watch last year. They finished three games out of the A spot last year. But, man, New Orleans Pelicans, man. How, how can you not be wanting to be fascinating watching watching them? With Zion, Ingram, Zoe, uh, J.J. Redick. Uh, uh, I'm looking at him right now. My man, uh, Josh Hart. Um, they got a lot of young, nice pieces. Uh, Drew Holiday. They got a good coach, Alvin Gentry, out there. They're going to compete, man. And it wouldn't shock me if the Pelicans was the eighth seed in the West this year. But I'm going to be watching every last one of their games as long as the Kang and AD not on TV. I ain't missing a Laker game this year all 82 because <laughs> of the links. You feel me? So I'm going to be paying attention to the Kings. I'm really excited about the Pelicans and the Bulls. All right. So before we wrap up our NBA preview, you guys, anything, anything else? Any anything else? Everything good on the NBA? Yeah, just man, so I'm excited. Just, I'm just excited, man. Yeah. I think, like like we said earlier, I think it's going to be one of the best NBA seasons that we have had in in, uh, in some years, and it's going to be exciting, like across the board from the East to the West. Like you're going to have good teams all around the board, from your Miami Heat to your Pelicans to yeah. you know uh, to your Pacers. Like it's going to be a. I think it's going to be very competitive this year. I not believe that the playoffs this year would be a lot more competitive this year as well. Uh, playoffs were this, good last this, year. They were, and I, I think good. this might be the year you don't get a lot of sweeps. I think you might you might get some you might get some tough se- series throughout. You know, we were sitting here, yeah. we didn't even mention the Brooklyn Nets one time. I don't think Nets gonna make the playoffs. You don't think so in the East? Without KD, I think they gonna make. I think they gonna make it playoffs. Nah, I think they gonna make the playoffs in the East. Just with Kyrie, nah, I don't see. Kyrie. Well, they got, they got I, a lot I, of young pieces. I think they gonna lose. They made the playoffs last year, now. With D'Angelo Russell, they sure did. They made the playoffs last year with D'Angelo Russell. It was the fifth seed, now. I, I, I think they gonna be in position to draft out this year. You think like, so? Yeah. Wow, man, that's yeah. gonna be interesting to see how that unfold. I got them at least yeah. being the sixth seed in the East. Six or seven seed in the East. He said it was a five. It was a five last year. I just look at Kyrie like I don't. I don't, I don't look at Kyrie as a player coming in. I don't. I'm not looking at that Brooklyn team how they was last year with a D'Angelo Russell and like because we. I, I see the same thing that happened with the Celtics. Like, I think Kyrie is such a just ball dominant. Like, yeah, I not, have to ooh. be this type of player. Hmm. Like he's like a poor man's Kobe. And, and like, they didn't have to le- play like that last year with D'Angelo Russell. You had a yeah, uh, you yeah, had a yeah. Number of guys who was putting in on that exactly. So. And I think with yeah. Kyrie, he always gonna take that. He's not. He don't care. I just think when when KD come back, it's gonna be different because that's just two superstars. And I still they don't think they just gonna be juggernauts. But I think they're gonna be good enough to be a top four seed over there in the East. But I, when I don't, Durant come back? Yeah, when Durant come back. But I, I don't see – you think that team will beat the Sixers? When Durant come back? Yeah. Yes. I, 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 nah. Ooh, you think that team beat Milwaukee? Who going to stop Durant? That, that's – no, 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 no. See, that's the thing we're not going to do with Durant because we not. he's not on the Warriors no more. This is – I'm tired of people, especially when it comes against LeBron James, people not being the man like Kawhi was never the man. Over there, like you going to beat LeBron, you got all these other people who are the men on the team, and you get to just sit in the corner. Wait a minute! And how wait you a minute no, wait no, 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 Katie, you gonna be the man. You gonna have, you're going to be the man that's gonna have yeah. to go beat the man. Yeah, wait a second. And, and what? Yeah. The, and okay. I'm just saying what they have right now. Okay. I don't see the net team right now. With now, if somebody else comes, hey, if they happen to get, 
I don't know if they can get another free agent in coming next year, but I don't see Kyrie and um, KD just. I don't even see them being a, a top. I can see them being a top five seed, but I don't with see them Durant. In the, yeah, with Durant. I think you're crazy. Nah, nah. I think, and this is why I say you're crazy. Like this is a good Nets team. You know, Jared Allen, Wilson Chandler. When you get back Durant, you got Joe Harris is the three point god. He don't miss threes, bro. The addition of DeAndre Jordan still top five in blocks. They don't got a scrub team. They're, this team could be every team in the East, maybe except Philly. But I'm I if, if me, this, uh, Milwaukee. I think that's cr- Milwaukee is depleted, Fred. They lost players this year. Bledsoe is their starting point guard. He was the last two years. And what happened? I, I just don't. They was number one, number one in the East. They didn't last go year? to the conference finals, Fred. They, they, they didn't. didn't. I'm, I'm saying where the they go. No, they didn't. They didn't. No, they didn't. They played in the conference finals the Bucks last year. I thought it was Philly and Toronto in the no, conference no, finals. No, no, it was the Bucks and. Uh, oh yeah, they beat them in five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why beat them five? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, but and and that and that and that team like that was a real complete team that they went okay. against that Toronto team they went against. I don't look at this next team as a. Just super completed team, you know mm. what I'm saying? Like they made the playoffs last year. They made the playoffs in the East. That team wouldn't have finished in 12th in in, in the West. Well. You know what I'm saying? Like that. And you just because you add in Kyrie, I, man, I, I don't see that team winning more than 25 to 30. Like if games? they win, if they win 30 games, if the Nets win 30 games this year, I'd be shocked. You but well, get ready to be shocked. I'd be shocked. I don't. I don't I think see, they're not going to be better than the well, Heat. I think they win more than 30 games, Fred. They got talent, Fred. It's not that they they trash. Kyrie, they. they Look at them. We seen it happen with the but Celtics. But I, I, I see, I see what I see what Friend said. I yeah. think they win more than thirty games. But I see what he's saying you don't about think they Kyrie. Make the playoffs either. I don't, I don't think they make the playoffs this year. Because really? Of, the, unless Kyrie changes his I'm game. Shocked, that's that's me too. Now if Kyrie and come like, out if, looking if like. If Kyrie changes his game. Damn, yeah, then we like, can talk. Like you got to realize, bro, when the so you basing it off last year. When I'm he got a chance Kyrie, to be, I'm basing it off of Kyrie just the way he. I'm played. saying his game last year. His game last year. Because what happened with Boston? His game, but period. this is the thing. Like when D'Angelo Russell was there, he scored, He was a facilitator and a scorer. Right. He got the other guys involved. Are we going to see that from Kyrie this year? We ain't seen it with them. This we haven't. We haven't seen that. So I'm kind of like I'm. I agree with him with the aspect of Kyrie, but I think they win more than 30 games, of course. But playoffs, I'm not going to say playoffs this year. If we get the Kyrie that we've got last year in Boston, if we get that Kyrie. He got to facilitate and get, like you say, his shooters, his other guys involved. You can't be ball dominant and not come on. You can't yeah, be ball I dominant like that. No, that's his game. No, no, that's his, like. his he want to be the one to take the shot. If you're going to be ball dominant, get to the cup, uh, throw that thing out to Harris. Like you said, let him shoot. You got to get your you got to get your role players involved for you to have a chance at the playoffs. I, I feel y'all. Yeah. I, 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 but I, I think the Nets do make the playoffs. I think they are seventh the eighth seed in the East. I just don't see them not missing because they talented. They got a good roster, and I agree with y'all. Kyrie do Kyrie do need to make some changes to his game. What happened in Boston last year shouldn't have happened. Yeah, that shouldn't ha- that shouldn't have happened last year in Boston, but it did. So I agree with y'all on that. But I think when Durant come back, I I I I just don't know how how they don't walk in and and, and, and be a top two seed in the East, two or three seed in the East, and make it to the NBA Finals. I don't see how that's just not a, a, a something that's just book it like i just don't see like we'll see how durant adjusts coming back off injury i get all that but if we if we get 80 percent of 
Kevin Durant before he went down. That's more than enough to win a title. I just I gotta see Kevin Durant lead a team. I mean, I haven't seen him lead a team. I got you to victory. I've seen him lead a team. I've seen him be up three one and. We, when we talk about leaders, man, like you're never going to see LeBron James go up 3-1 on the team. You're not going to see him go up 2-1 on the team. Matter of fact, when it was just him and Della Vadova, the, the Warriors was terrified that if he would have went up, if he would have went up 1-0. It would have been over. And you know what I'm saying? If he just would have went up and said, you know what, I'm, we we got it. We we up. You know what I'm saying? We just got to keep going. We got to yeah. fight to the finish. Like, I don't see that from Kevin Durant. Kevin, he's not come, I don't see Kevin Durant coming back down from a 3-1. I haven't seen it. So when people just be, give him this, because uh, he can shoot the damn ball, okay? Shit, if, if he in the, if it, who going to stop uh, Embiid? Who on the Nets is going to stop Embiid? Mm-hmm. Who on the Nets? You tell me Kyrie going to stop Ben Simmons? No. Not a, no chance. Who's KD for the stop out there? No, it's not. And if KD is stopping people, that's going to affect him on offense. He don't have a curry to go to. In a, in a, I'm trying to tell people, when you the man, you got to do everything. It ain't no more, I'm going to depend on them. I'm going to depend on Russ. I'm going to depend on Harden. I got all these people to depend on. Yeah, but LeBron, LeBron just told Kyrie score. And that was Kyrie's best situation ever. He weaseled his way bro. out of it. He's never been. He's shown Hadn't been you. been the same thing. And then people just think he's going to go to the playoffs, lead this team to the playoffs. Man, them niggas going to win 28 games and be in contention <laughs> for the number one pick in the lottery. That's how I feel. Like, okay. the Nets going to be in contention for the number All one right. pick in the 2020 NBA draft. <laughs> yeah, that's wow. how I feel, though. Okay, like, well, I, I, well yeah. that, I guess that's a story that's going to be interesting to see. I mean, because you really – you got – I guess I guess the world is like splitting half on the net. Like some people think, yeah, they, they can still be a seven to eight seed till KD come out. Then you got folks like, nah, bro, like they really finna struggle the last, the last season. They went yeah. forty two and forty last year. Last year. With also the feeling in the first round. You know, nah, I don't know. Nah. <laughs> All right, we'll see. All right. All right, guys, uh, that's going to complete our uh, NBA preview talk. We're going to spend a few seconds at high school football. We're getting ready to wrap it up. My man Black going to shoot us some news and notes uh, in high school football here in the city. Black, talk to us, man. Yeah, man, we had some good games last week, man, going on. Everybody uh, down to the last couple games in, uh, of the season as well. But uh, kick it off, we had uh, we had the Clay Blue Devils uh, losing to the Bulls Bulldogs. Uh, we also had the Orange Park Raiders. Getting the win against uh, East, the East Side Rams, twenty-four to fourteen. We also had uh, Hawthorne Hornets uh, uh, getting the win against uh, Union County uh, Tigers, twenty-seven to twelve. We had uh, the game of the weekend, okay. nationally televised on ESPN two. Mm-hmm. We had the Mandarin Mustangs getting the win. Uh, uh, the Mandarin Mustangs getting a win against the Sandalwood Saints, thirty-four to twenty-seven. In a in a pretty good matchup, they said it was one of the best games ESPN has had because it was a it was a shootout. These boys threw the ball up and down the field. What was the final? The final was 34-27. Okay. Um, and shout out to Carson Beck. He threw five touchdowns in that game. Okay. Shout out to him and uh, shout out to uh, for the, uh, the he's a Georgia commit. And then shout out to uh, Sandalwood uh, quarterback. Uh, I can't I can't uh, Jeff Sims uh, also he threw three touchdowns in that game. So uh, it was good to see two Duval County schools on ESPN uh, on Friday night. And we also had Boston Trail. Shout out to Boston Trail, number one team in the city, undefeated. Beat Oakleaf to wrap up home field for the playoffs. Mm. Throughout, they beat Oakleaf 31-24. So they're the only undefeated team here in the city this year. So shout out to Boston Trail. Only year. undefeated team. Only undefeated team. We had West Nassau get a win. We had West Nassau losing to Baker County. 
27-24. Then we had, uh, last but not least, we had Creekside getting stumped by the Fletcher Senators, 38-10. But we got a, a, a lot of good things going on in high school football. Everyone's preparing for district championships and everything's coming up. So uh, we have one game that's going to decide this championship on Friday night because mm-hmm. most of them are already wrapped up. Teams are already run. We got the West Side uh, uh, Wolverines versus the Terry Parker Braves on Thursday night. And then we got uh, Paxson versus Rebalt on Thursday night. Mm. We got uh, First Coast versus Fletcher Friday night. And then we got a good one uh, down at the uh, graveyard. On uh on Moncrief, we got Trinity Christian going to visit the Reigns Vikings on Friday night. So that should be a pretty good one. And then shout out to Wilson. We got Wilson sitting in the fourth seed for the playoffs this year. And they're they're gonna be at home against Pine Ridge Panthers on Friday night. And then we also have Barton Trail and Sandalwood Friday night. And we got, uh, last but not least, we have Mandarin versus Ed White Friday night as well. So some good games uh, coming up as the guys get ready to close out these seasons, the last couple of games to get it, go into the playoffs and uh, see who get these uh, championships, man. So I'm excited to see. I'm going to try to get out to a few more games for the playoffs. Um, so I'm looking forward to everything with high school football and where it's going. All right, man. Yeah, appreciate you, Black, coming through with the uh, high school football, man. We appreciate that. All right, we're getting ready to wrap up here. We're going to get into some other news uh, to close us out, man. So, going to give an update on the Reduced Lunch Fantasy League. Uh, We're getting deeper and deeper into the season here. Uh, So, we're going to go over some uh, matchups that took place uh, this past Sunday, which was uh, yesterday. All right, you had your boy. All right, the OVOD is getting back. Uh, into the win column, taking care of team has no name. Blockbuster trade by me during, during the week. I acquired Saquon Barkley. Um, so we're doing big things. All right, 115 to 85 over my man Charles's team. All right, we had the Sherwood Seminoles. All right, they're looking like they're going to be done for bad by Freddie Bricks' team, 36 ounces. We had Trees and Pigskin smack my dog. Hey, look at it again. It's not over yet. Boy, yeah, don't try to say smack me. Yeah, okay. don't try to say smack well, me, bro. Well, currently, <laughs> currently, Treason's Pigskin is up 64 to 32 over my man's black team. Black got two guys, Crowder, Tom Brady taking the field tonight. We'll see what happens there, all right? You had Ease 904, boy. Shout out to my man, Lil' Eddie, man. He started off slow, was 0-3. He done won three straight, three out of the last four, climbing back into the column. Score 139 points yesterday Dang. over the Mile High Club. You had Brandon's Bowl team, my brother, getting back into the win column. Scoring 113 points, taking care of free to charge. We have my pops. Look like he going to edge out of winning uh, against uh, John Snow's team, 80-73. You got Jamal's Nifty team still undefeated, still number one. But he only scored 88 points yesterday, taking care of Finesse and Finagle. 88 to 49. You had the Dak Street Boys taking a loss to the Token Asian, 104 to six, uh, 68. And you had Big Barley Brand getting back in the winner's circle, taking care of two girlies in one cup, 87 to 44. So we're in week seven of the Reduced Lunch Fantasy League. The playoffs are approaching quickly, uh, trying to jock uh, for playoff position uh, here in our Fantasy League. So shout out to everybody who's put playing and participating in our league. It's been a lot of fun. So, uh, yeah, so that's it. So uh, stay tuned for the uh, Fantasy League. See who's going to win that thing now. 
All right, let's get into some other news before we get out of here. Uh, a little a little downer uh, to the opening of the NBA season. Zion Williamson, uh, he will be missing a few weeks uh, due to a knee injury he suffered in the preseason. Uh, Zion could miss three to four weeks, they saying, with the knee. Uh, word all around the league is that Zion needs to lose some weight. He's too heavy. Um, not that he's fat, but the, his game is a power jumper, athleticism, and his joints are going to take a beating. So Zion is going to miss uh, the first few weeks in the season trying to get that knee right. It's nothing serious, but the Pelicans are being precautious with their number one superstar overall pick. Uh, you had Siakam of the Toronto Raptors had a huge year last year. Well, for that huge year, he got paid four years, $130 million he received from the Raptors this past weekend. Well-deserved in my book. Siakam had a hell of a season, hell of a playoff. Raptors won the championship. They lost Kawhi, so why not keep Siakam there to try to build on him? You also got Kyle Lowry uh, signing a one-year extension to the deal uh, he already has, which is one year, $31 million. Kyle Lowry got $31 million for one year on the extension. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. Uh, shout out to Bradley Bill getting some money. He got a two-year extension. He only has one year left on his deal. So he got a two-year, $72 million deal, which makes it a three-year, $111 million deal. So he'll get $111 million over the next three years. All right. So he got that extension max, two-year, $72 million from the Wizards. As we mentioned earlier, Utah Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder, he gets extended. He had two years remain left on his deal. Uh, the details of the money and the years haven't been released, but the terms of his deal puts him well past being in Utah, at least for the next six seasons. And last but not least, we don't get a chance to talk a lot of baseball here, but we're definitely going to tip our cap to these two teams. The World Series is set. All right, Tuesday night on Fox 8 p.m., you have the Washington Nationals without Bryce Hopper facing off against the Houston Astros, led by Altuve. All right, they took care of my New York Yankees over the weekend, beating the Yankees in six games, and a very entertaining, very hell of a game this past Saturday night. So you got Nationals, you got Astros for it all starting this Tuesday night on Fox. All right, and before we wrap up out of here, just some things to watch for coming up uh, next weekend, November the 2nd. Of course, you got Florida, Georgia. Uh, they'll be doing their thing uh, down here. What they call it? The biggest cocktail party. Mm-hmm. All right. That'll be happening. <laughs> uh, and you also have UFC 244. If you're a casual MMA fan, if you're an MMA fan who just watches the big fights or just watch the big stars, the well, <laughs> this is what you want to see believe me this card is stacked this card is going to probably the best card all year to be honest with you top to bottom let's get into the top three fights uh, of the evening you got one the boy steven thompson making his return taking care taking up the young upstart vincent lucre all right brazilian fighter he's won four out of the last five fights um that's going to be a good one at welterweight and then that middleweight, very interesting fight. All right, you got Kevin Gaslam, all right, coming off a war with the new uh, middleweight champion of the world, is where Israel style Bennett Adesanya. Uh, Gaslam will be taking on newcomer to the division, Gorilla Darren Till. Now, Darren Till was undefeated at one point. Darren Till was 17-0. Got the Tyler Shaw versus Tyrone Woodley. Lost that fight. Turned right back around. And welcome in Jorge Masvidal into his home country. And Masvidal... Not this man unconscious in a pretty, pretty, pretty bad fashion. But he's moving up in weight. 
All right, so he's going from welterweight to middleweight to fight the game, Kevin Gassum. I think that's going to be a really good fight. We'll see if Teal can hang at that weight. He's a big kid, so he should be just fine. And in the main event, for the undisputed BMF championship. Now, I didn't know they was going to make a belt for this black. Yeah, it's a belt. I thought it was like something they were just going to hype the fight around. I did but at first, too, until I heard Dana White said they are creating an actual BMF belt for the winner of this fight. I think that's dope. I think it's fun. Yeah. New York City. You really probably do have the two baddest men in you MMA do. They fighting. Got, they got it right. So you got Nate Diaz, a, a true gangster, a, 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 a staple in the UFC. If Nate Diaz is fighting, you know you're going to get the best and you're going to get a, a, a all-out effort from Nate Diaz. And then you got Jorge Masvidal. This man is a killer, yeah. a serial killer. He is reckless, and every shot he throws, he is looking to land with very bad intentions, as we've seen with that super knee, super duper ooper knee that he landed on Ben Askren to put him to sleep in just six Bro, do you know what seconds. He, do you know where he come from? Is yeah, street yeah. fighting with Kimbo, Kimbo Slice, Slice in Miami. Man, yes, that's sir. crazy, bro. So he coming from the streets fighting in Miami. Now he's up. In the main event, Headline, New York, New York City. City, Madison Square Garden, <laughs> uh, next, next weekend, weekend. November second, November second. I can't wait. So Jorge Vasquez, Nate Diaz for the BMF Championship. I wonder how the belt gonna, gonna look too. <laughs> like Dana, I saw Dana talk about it. And Dana was like, "Look, man, we really getting creative with this belt." Dana said, "This is the only time it's going." And I, I was telling Black that while you, you know, uh, stepped out. We ain't gonna out. see it till about Friday. Yeah, they ain't gonna let us see it till like yeah, Friday yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever they show it, like, I just, I just think it's dope. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like that they having a little fun with this, and this is a big time fight. Yeah. I mean, if Hort, the winner of this fight gonna get a title shot. That's so what do, Dana said. So let me ask you this about that: Do you think this BMF belt is something that whoever win this fight, that's just their belt? Or that's something that people can fight for. Nah, it's just like for this fight. For this fight, because okay. Nate Diaz introduced the idea after he beat Pettis. Yeah. You okay. know, just the, Nate Diaz. If you go back and listen to his post-fight interview, he was like, you know, the BMF. You know, who the me and him, we the both BMFs of the of the MMA. Ain't okay. two dudes. Somebody was like, what about Conor McGregor? He said he ain't fighting right now. That's what Nate said, and I already beat him. That's, yeah. that's what <laughs> Nate said. So I think it's fun, but I think, like Dana said, this is one time only. You're not oh, gonna okay. see this. Okay. Uh, normally, the winner of this fight be able to mount the belt uh, in their home somewhere, something real cool to do. But Dana said the winner of this fight will get the next crack at the welterweight king because we are finally getting Kobe Covington and uh, Ua Usman uh, December 12th at UFC 246. Finally. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that. But honestly. I hope to win this fight, go on and win the title. I do too. The winner, I like I Usman, but I don't like Usman. Like he's, I don't like neither one of them. I hate Kobe Covington. I hate Kobe Covington. So I hope I Usman him. beat him, but I, I ain't really gonna hope Kobe win. Really? I would love to see him fight. Oh, and Masvidal or Nate? Oh, that you right, bro. <laughs> you right, Black. Like for for for, for for a pop for, for like pop. you right, yeah. you right. Because you know them mouths you right. be flying, flying. So you right, you right. <laughs> All right, guys, so that's pretty much all we got today. It was a pretty lengthy show, but we had a lot of fun here, covered a lot of topics, man. Again, we thank y'all for all your support, all the listeners, man, on SoundCloud, iTunes, interacting with us on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we're going to be, you know, making some upgrades to our show uh, coming in 2020, going to get some video going. Uh, we're just going to have a, some new things for y'all, man, get some pictures and all that going for the sports desk. So we just thank y'all for all y'all support and keep rocking with us, man. So once again... It's your man, Dedrick L. Hicks Jr. 
uh, one of your favorite sports artists in the building. And I'll see y'all next time. And this your man, Black, one of your favorite sports artists. We can see y'all next time. Hit me on Instagram and Twitter at BlackENL3. Yes, sir. Talk to him, Fred. Yeah, it's the fan Mullen. You know, catch y'all after this Florida Georgia game. Ooh. And, you know, we'll talk after that. You know. Yes, uh, sir. All right. We'll highlight y'all. Yeah.